Why were you up so early? Is that real? Uh, I, I just couldn't sleep. I've been having a lot of issues sleeping recently. That blows. Yeah. Uh, but fuck it, it's on the weekend. Yeah. You know? So I wasn't mad about it. Yeah. Uh, I, I woke up, I think it was uh, thir- uh, Wednesday night into Thursday morning. I woke up at 12.30 and I was up until like 3.30 or 4. Damn. I, I tried everything I could to go back to sleep and it, nothing nothing was working. Wow. So. Uh, I was miserable that next day, but today <laughs> is Saturday. I don't give a shit. <laughs> Most people would be like, it's the weekend. I woke up at five. This is awful. But you're like, at least it's the weekend, and I don't have to yeah, do anything. I don't care. Yeah. No responsibilities <laughs> <Fuck> today. <laughs> <laughs> Just one podcast, and that's it. That's it. I'm done. Um, I did want to ask you, mm. uh, assuming that we, we may be recording right now and putting this out there for the listeners, so spoiler free, but... If your opinions or thoughts of The Last Jedi have... Oh, man. Yeah, I wondered about talking to you about that, too. Um, I've had so many conversations with people, like, at work and uh, my brother Danny and and, uh, reading stuff online that it's funny, like, the more I read about it, the more conflicted I am. Like... If I talk to someone okay. that really liked it, I can be like, and I can get all their points, and they're all they're all true, and I'm like, yeah, I get it. And if I talk to someone that didn't like it, I'm like, yeah, I get it, yeah, and it was kind of <laughs> shitty. Like, it's all over the place, man. All over the place. Okay. What about you? Um, I've been listening to some podcasts. Um, the Hideous Energy 350th episode uh-huh. uh, just came out this past week, and uh, they did a really awesome, like, version of of their kind of review or their discussion about mm-hmm. it. So, um, and it's a long, long episode. It's like three hours. So I saw that in a o- tweet. Only, yeah. Yeah. It's only, only half the length of the actual movie. Yeah. Three hours, but, uh, <laughs> the, um, the way they did it is there's like maybe 20 minutes or so at the beginning where they're just kind of like chit chatting or about whatever. But then after that, it's just like full on star Wars. Cool. And they started out by like discussing it, as they're driving in the car on the way to go see the movie, oh, talking fun. about what their expectations are, and then they do a recording immediately after they get out of the theater and get back in the car, and they talk about it a little bit. Mm-hmm. And then the final portion is, like, two or three days later, okay. where they discuss it, they have time to digest it and go back over things and whatnot. And, uh, spoilers for their podcast, but they were uh, fairly positive uh-huh. about it. Um, which I liked because I know both of them like Star Wars, mm-hmm. and even though I'm not like super into it, I do like people being fans of whatever they're fans of. Yeah. You know, any listeners who might be interested, definitely go check out Hideous Energy and their 350th episode. Yeah, I thought I saw that on Twitter. I don't know if it was from you or one of the other guys in the the, the group who kind of uh, tweet each other's podcast and everything. But someone was mm-hmm. saying something. They were like, "Yeah, I listened to this and it was awesome," and I and it sounded really cool. Uh, but they said something about it being like their final episode or something. Was that just for the year or was that it, all? It is, yes. Yeah, their, their final weekly episode. They're going to mm. keep it up and running, but um, not as often. Mm, okay. So I guess just kind of here and there. They're actually going to start uh, building a website. Oh. Or they have started building a website and they're going to uh, have that up, I think, the beginning of next year. Mm-hmm. So um, it's a, uh, a sea of change for them, but they've uh, 
they've they've done it for a long time. Yeah, so yeah it's crazy. They, yeah, they probably do need a change. Yeah. So uh, that's probably a good time for us to announce we're also uh, ending the the weekly podcast, <laughs> uh, but we're now going hourly. So oh, brace yourselves you because every episode is somehow going to be two hours. So it's, I don't even know how that works. It's going to be insane, but we're it's a it's a big schedule, but we're we're dedicated to it. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Um, I also listened to the F this movie podcast. Oh have you yeah, listen to the. I have okay. not. I haven't listened to them in a while. Actually, I keep forgetting. They just did one on uh, The Last Jedi, mm-hmm. and they were similarly positive about mm-hmm. it, and they made a lot of good points, and uh, just me being somebody who's not well-versed in Star Wars, they made a lot of good points that about things I didn't pick up on or, um, you know, known from the mythology of it, yeah. and, you know, the previous movies and how that plays into it, but um, yeah, I mean, just essentially type in The Last Jedi on your podcast yeah. app and just... <laughs> Pick a podcast because everybody's talking about yeah, it. Yeah, I think it's funny because on the one hand, he definitely got, he made a movie that everybody's talking about and will for a long time. Mm-hmm. But on the other, yeah. one of the things uh, I've come to right now that I discussed with uh, my brother Danny was that, um, you know, when he left uh, The Force Awakens and kind of when I did, uh, it's like you couldn't wait to go back and see it. And you just, you wanted to talk about it because it was just so like amazing and fun and it made you feel like a kid again. And this one's like more like divisive, and so it's um, yeah. it's cool that it's getting people talking, but it's not the same kind of excitement. I feel like uh, that's part of the reason I don't. I'm like I don't know what I'm looking forward to to the next movie. Like there's some things yeah. I could speculate on, but it's so up in the air that it's that's kind of hard. Um, I do think uh, going back for a second viewing will help. I had a friend at work who went back a second time, and knowing how the plot progressed, he was like it was so much mm-hmm. better. Uh, knowing what he, you know what to expect in there. And uh, I do think that'll hold. I've been I've been trying to hold off until after Christmas because I think it's just gonna be so crazy busy everywhere. Yeah. So I might go uh, on. I'm, I have off Tuesday, so maybe I'll go on Tuesday or something. But um, but yeah, I'm excited for that. But uh, yeah, I mean, I'm just still back and forth. I have no clue. Uh, <laughs> it's like on the one hand, like I'll be like, no, it's cool where he's going with it or where he went with it. And uh, mm-hmm. Danny was telling me he was like, you know, but I thought they could have done this. And like he just listed out, like five things of how Luke's story like could have been. And mm-hmm. I was like, damn it, Danny, stop, stop talking right now. Cause you're describing a better movie. And right. I, I feel like even if I've gotten to the point where I like what it is and I can accept it, I still feel like there's a better movie out there and that hurts. And yeah. I feel like we could have had better essentially. And that's, so it's just kind of hard to deal with that, how to grapple with that. But, uh, but I do feel like I am more accepting of the, what we got as well. So it's, yeah. I'm still just back and forth. I don't know. Well, like you said last time, we'll we'll wait to see how that third movie comes out, yeah. and uh, maybe that'll give us some more perspective on yeah, it. Yeah, for sure. I'm sure one thing you are not looking forward to is Bright on Netflix, <laughs> which has been getting savage. I know, man. Have you seen that? Oh, uh, it looks. <laughs> it's funny. Like I've seen a few reviews that that said it was okay, or like it was really funny on Slash Film. They had one article. They were like. Like, something like Bright was a huge misstep, and they did all these things wrong. And, like, two days later, they were like, interview with the director of Bright. <laughs> and it's like, <laughs> it was as if they had interviewed him before but were embargoed from releasing oh, it. Yeah. But then they, like, trashed yeah. the movie, like, another writer on the site had. And so it was just kind of really funny to me. Uh, but, yeah, what do you think? Because you're the one more excited about it anyway. Are you still pumped for it? Uh, well, not now. <laughs> um, <Damn>. <laughs> but, I mean, it's not like I was going to... Uh, go out and see it in theaters there you go. because it, that, it's not a theatrical release, yeah. right? So, um, you know, my, my hopes aren't dashed there. If I wanted to watch it, I can just turn it on my TV yeah. uh, at any time or my phone, yeah. you know? So um, I, I wasn't necessarily planning to watch it right away mm-hmm. um, unless we were going to do it for the show. But, yeah, otherwise I'm not not uh, uh, champing at the bit yeah. to do it. But um, 
<laughs> I do like that uh, some of the reviews I saw said the worst movie of the year. <laughs> and this this is literally the end of 2017. Like, yeah. they are taking every movie into consideration, you know? I, I hate when people say worst movie of the year and it's like May, yeah. you know? Yeah. It's like, we, we still have another seven Are you months, kidding? There could be so much worse. Yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but now it's like, we're really at the end. <laughs> yes, yeah. So, uh, yeah, good luck to uh, to Bright, I guess. They, yeah. They've greenlit a sequel already. So. I know, yeah. I don't know. They, uh, Netflix also has this, like, fireplace uh, thing you can turn on your TV and it's just, like, looped for hours or whatever of, like, a fireplace. Oh, yeah. And they released mm-hmm. a Bright version. Uh, and it's it's literally like an alleyway with a trash can fire. Oh, that's what that is. That? Okay, I've, I've heard yeah. about it. Yeah, it has like graffiti in the background yeah. or whatever. Which okay. I thought was yeah. funny, but it's like it, it might work if the movie was really good. But mm-hmm. if people are calling it a, a, a dumpster fire, then then having a, a, a companion dumpster fire app is not maybe the best thing to have. <laughs> like, maybe that backfire. <laughs> no pun intended. Yeah, but I like the idea of it. Both ways? Yeah. yeah. Um, but if anybody is listening to this and has watched Bright, uh, let us know what you think. Yeah, sure. I'd be very much curious as to which way it's going to go with people. I mean, we could definitely watch it for the show at some point still. Mm-hmm. Uh, and and I, again, like you said, it's on Netflix. I might just throw it on one day and just check it out for five or ten minutes yeah. and see what I think. And uh, and maybe that'll be enough. I don't know. That's that's the beauty of it, though. So Can we review the first ten minutes of the I film? I like that. That's Maybe it's a new segment. <laughs> <laughs> Movies that we turned off after ten minutes, but we still review them. <laughs> ten minute review. Nope. Next one. But we spend 15 minutes on it, of course. Right. <laughs> yes, with us, absolutely. As is our huge. Uh, we haven't even uh, gotten into it, so are we doing it? <laughs> We're doing F- it. 15 minutes in? <laughs> yep. <laughs> As per usual. Uh, I'm Stephen. I'm Brent. Welcome to Let's Talk About Stuff. The Snow Globe Review Show. Oh, man. And uh, today we're going to discuss a late 1970s model filled almost entirely with cocaine. It's called the Blow Globe. Oh, wow. Uh, that might have been part of my issues with sleeping <laughs> last night. Been. But, um, yeah. It, so. it broke and I had to clean it up. And I, all I had was a straw in my nose. Yep. Oops. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> the natural vacuum. <laughs> that vintage cocaine this feels so good. <laughs> it ages well. It ages well. Uh, no, today's show topic is the night uh, nineteen the uh, the twenty fifteen nineteen fifteen movie classic Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> the uh, twenty fifteen movie, the night before. Yes. And uh, yeah, so I'm eager to talk to you about that but we do have other stuff to get to but before we jump into all that don't forget to follow us on twitter and instagram at l-t-a-s pod and if you want to email us you can email us at let's talk about stuff podcast at gmail.com steven yes what are you drinking today oh man uh this is my last of the christmas beers and uh, i actually had this um maybe in november uh to try it out and uh i went ahead and decided to do it for christmas i didn't do it for the show so I just drank it before, but uh, this is a New Belgium, which is one of my favorites. I have on here a lot. Uh, it's called Accumulation, and it has a trailer covered in snow. Uh, very Christmassy, very Oklahoma Christmassy. <laughs> yes, very much so, yeah. <laughs> uh, it is an IPA. It's a white IPA, so I really just wanted something kind of strong today, uh, just for the hell of it, and uh, a little Christmassy. So uh, here we go. Sure. Yeah, I dig this, though. I, it's weird with IPAs. I go back and forth on them, but lately I've been digging them, and uh, this is a good one. It's good for, like, cold. It just got cold here in Houston and uh, last night, so uh, this is good for that. Yes, it got cold here as well. We actually have snow on the ground. 
Dude. Here in Oklahoma. Yes, my dad sent me a yeah. picture. How's it uh, look at your house? Um, it's snowy. Uh, it's the first time we've had snow since we uh, built this new house oh, and cool. moved into this uh, new addition here. So, uh, yeah, I mean, I guess it's cool. Do you hate it? I'm not a fan of cold weather. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, I hated it. I woke up angry. Maybe that's why maybe that's why I woke up so early this morning. You just had to be angry at the snow? <laughs> <laughs> there was a disturbance in the, in the forest. Um, so, uh, yeah, it's uh, snow is on the ground. And I would like to uh, point out to people who live outside of the state or have never lived in Oklahoma, it was 70 degrees earlier this yeah. week uh, on Tuesday or Wednesday. It was 70 degrees. And now here we are with <laughs> snow sitting on the ground. It's just Oklahoma for you. Yeah. Um, really, it's... Like, if you've never had allergies before, come to Oklahoma. We will give you some. Oh, man, they're so you awful. When I come back now up there, it's, like, awful for the, the few days that, I, uh, that I'm there. And I get used to it, and then I turn right back around and go back. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but it's killer. Yeah, back and forth, man. So As you cross into the, the border of the uh, the state, you just turn around. Yeah, I'm like, I can't, I can't do it this time. There's a force field of <laughs> <There's> allergies. A, <laughs> there's a roundabout. Yeah, just, just so in case. You could, yeah, they're like, you don't, right. just in case you change your mind. So what are you, what are you drinking today, Brent? I've got a non-Christmassy beer. Uh, go for which it. Which is fitting because uh, this is planned to come out on Christmas. So yeah. my whole attitude on the whole thing is fuck it. <laughs> so I've got a, a lakefront Maybach. Uh, I don't know if that's like oh. the, the car, like the, yeah. well, I guess that's a Maybach. This is my Bach, my Bach, not yours, <laughs> but bump. anyway, nailed it. Uh, so it's, a, it's by Lakefront Brewery Inc. And, um, it has a couple of Rams on it. One Ram has a, uh, has a, uh, halo above mm, its head mm-hmm. because it's dead. The other, <laughs> the other one does not. So I was like, is that supposed to be the devil? Oh, but, uh, like, he has a goatee. It has horns. It has horns, but like, but all rams, both rams. No, have horns? but look at him. He has a goatee. I think that's what it is. Holy shit! I have a goatee too. Well, I may be the devil. I'm pretty sure. <laughs> what a startling yeah. revelation this Christmas day. <laughs> but you know what? Let's be honest. It makes yeah, sense. Yeah, I mean, it makes sense. We've all thought it. So uh, this is a microcrafted German style lager. Ooh. So the Germans, they don't fuck around. So I'm, I'm expect. Expecting, expecting <laughs> that beer bite. Oh, yeah. There we go. I don't know I, if the whoa, uh, whoa. Had, a, had a second one. <laughs> wow, it came back. It's got a scorpion tail on it. Um, I don't know if it picked up on the mic, but uh, you had like perfect commercial beer drinking gurgling sounds. It was like the oh, bubbles right. were perfect, and then you made the perfect like afterwards. Well done. Fuck yeah, man. Well I, done. I have been practicing. That's good. You're like, <laughs> I'm, glad you I'm, <laughs> I'm really trying to get into that sound effects game real hard <laughs> for commercials, man. It's it's a, it's a big industry. You got to break in. It is. Oh, man. <laughs> it's so full already. I know. I'm just waiting for a spot to open up, you know? You're going to make Some it, these man. people have to retire. 2018 yeah. is going to be Brent's year in the industry. <laughs> it's going to do it. <laughs> And then they'll deport me. <laughs> You're like, but I've always, oh, okay, I'll, I've, I'll I'm, give I up. was born here. I don't know what to tell you. Maybe it's better. I don't know. I guess I'll leave. Yep. Um, go to Jamaica, I'm on. So <laughs> like, we don't care. Just get out. Just go wherever. <laughs> um, let's uh, let's move on to the mini topic stuff, which is, um, since today is Christmas, we'll discuss some Christmas stuff. There, so, there just wasn't a lot of news, man. We talked about that last night. I tried to add some stuff. And, like, all of it was, like, little casting news, and that was it, like, stuff we had talked about already. So 
Yeah, I just threw out any news I could add, and then uh, yeah, Christmas stuff. I figured we'd just finish it out. Let's 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 finish it. Let's finish it. So um, we'll start with the Christmas debate, part five. I I could keep going <laughs> on this Christmas debate like the year round, but I figured this will be the last yeah. one. So um, my my uh, my main topic on this one is Christmas movies. Okay. So. Uh, and we are this discussing a Christmas movie today, but this yes. is th- th- this this will be outside of that. I'll I'll save that for later. So this is kind of the general idea of your Christmas or holiday m- movie, uh-huh. right? So um, one of my complaints is that people watch them out of habit or tradition, mm-hmm. which kind of drives me nuts. Oh, okay. Like there could be other stuff that would be better to watch, hmm. you know? Uh-huh. Um, and. As stated on previous episodes of the show, I do get burnt out on on movies yeah. uh, fairly easily. Uh, if I see them, if I see a movie more than three times, I fucking hate it. That's, <laughs> that's my thing. That's my general rule. Um, so uh, I think a better tradition is watch something good. Uh-huh. Um, you know, find a, watch Whiplash on Christmas. That's a good movie. Okay. Is that it? <laughs> oh yeah, sorry. I thought I thought you were going to say something. <laughs> I think I, had, I think I had more examples. Watch this on whatever. Uh, oh, uh, more movies. W- uh, yeah. Hey, if you want to watch a movie that's related to Christmas, you can watch Gremlins. Well, or Gremlins too. I thought about. Even I, I thought about uh, either picking a movie this year for for fun with you that we could uh, watch okay. us you know in our separate houses. Uh, but I I thought about Gremlins. Like, well, if that's what you watch on Christmas, I thought that'd be cool to, to kind of match our tradition this year. Uh, at least for one of the movies that I'll watch on Christmas this year. Uh, mm-hmm. But uh, I would say that um, I like the Christmas movies, and I like I don't, I don't mind watching things over and over again. I obviously like that. Uh, with The Night Before, I've watched it like mm-hmm. so many times this month. So uh, I like that in particular. But I also like your idea of watching something else around Christmas, whatever that may be, and it could be for any reason, like a year you just decided to do it, or this year you decided to do it. Uh, Star Wars is actually... Uh, a Christmas movie to some people, like the original Star Wars. And I don't know why that is, but I when I heard that, I was like, yeah, I dig it. That's cool. Um, and it's not even the <laughs> holiday special they're watching. They're watching, like, the real Star Wars. So uh, I'm cool yeah. with, like, yeah, watching, like, other things that, for whatever reason, you, you like to watch on Christmas. I'm, I'm down with that. Okay. Well, good. Uh, so we agree. <laughs> Christmas is terrible. Next one. Next one. So um, the plots to most Christmas movies are essentially after-school specials. Mm-hmm. Uh, with a Christmas theme, uh, so mm-hmm. lessons learned, uh, the quote-unquote true meaning of Christmas, etc. Um, Brent, is this a spoiler really, that you hated this movie today? No, I, again, this is outside of I just want to make sure, because a lot of the things you're talking about right now are very similar to this movie. <laughs> they can fit. Uh, my next point, Seth Rogen. <laughs> Fuck that guy. <laughs> no, 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 no. So, uh, the... the, the the thing with the, the quote-unquote true meaning of Christmas mm-hmm. is uh, the, the true meaning is uh, consumerism. That's, it's a secular holiday. That's true. Uh, we, go, we go buy shit, and uh, we bitch about it the whole time, uh, but then we give gifts to people, and uh, we, we get some back and, and all of that mm-hmm. stuff. So that's, that's kind of how it works. And uh, I put a note here in my uh, notes. Uh, Jingle all the way mostly gets it right <laughs> until until the end. Like it, they should have just stopped the movie where, uh, like before the the kids like, oh no, it's fine. My dad was Turbo Man the whole time. No, man, no. I yeah. I feel like you're yeah. you're writing a movie right now that would be very interesting. Where the it turns out at the end that it's actually a really dark message that the that the spirit of Christmas is consumerism, and it's like like. 
Arnold Schwarzenegger strangles Sinbad to death at a bloody battle, and then he walks over and hands his kid a little bloody Turbo Man and gets handcuffed and taken away, and it's like credits. <laughs> and they're like, that's the meaning of Christmas, that we'll just like murder each other for, for yeah, goods. It's, yes, that is my everyday life around the holidays, Stephen. That is, I think we can make this movie. my life. This is good. Let's do All it. All right. <laughs> we, we just need somebody to give us millions of dollars, and we will get this. We'll get there's this rolling. Some, there's some angel investor out there uh, who really hates Christmas, who's like, I will, I will bankroll that. We just got to find them. That's the thing. They're out yeah. there. Like someone you know. wants that made. Yeah. We, <laughs> there are people like it's you. It's a niche market, but yeah, it's, <laughs> it's out there. Um, and one of my least favorite movies, uh, or least favorite. Well, yeah, movies overall, uh, but Christmas movies in particular is Christmas with the Cranks, the Tim Allen oh, movie. Oh, yeah. Have you seen <laughs> yeah. that before? Uh, Man, I've that only seen parts of it. Straight up garbage. Yeah, oh, I imagine. Oh, God, I'm so sorry. I'm sorry for <laughs> those moments you've lost. Um, it, Christmas with the Cranks can eat a boiled pot of dicks. <laughs> And then just have the broth poured on top of itself, scalding hot. Um, In the movie, it's uh, about Tim Allen and his wife. Uh, Their daughter's away in college, so they're going to skip Christmas and go on uh, on vacation Mm -hmm. or go on a cruise somewhere tropical. And then at the last minute, their daughter changes their mind. She says, I am going to come into town. Uh And so they can't leave. So now they have to pretend like they were going to have Christmas there the whole time. It's, it's a very flimsy plot. That is a super a flimsy plot. Wow. Yeah. So then a lot of their neighbors, as they were, like, trying to get away from doing Christmas, um, their neighbors are pissed off that they won't decorate their house. Oh, yeah. And put, like, their Frosty the Snowman on there. And there's one kid in the movie who keeps yelling at them, free Frosty. <laughs> hey, f- little kid, fuck you. This is my house, bitch. What are you doing? You can't like get mad at somebody for not putting up Christmas decorations. These are older people. Their their daughters moved away. Leave them the fuck they're, alone. Like they want to go on va- vacation. On on the flip side though, they're like if I remember correctly, they're like famous for how they decorate their house or something, right? Isn't it like like a really big production? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, and, if I remember correctly. Yeah, because the the Frosty the Snowman yeah. thing that they put on their roof is like a big ordeal. But like everybody in that neighborhood decorates their house. Like yeah. they're all like Christmas fanatics. Like they're I don't know if like Santa Claus has dirt on all of them. He's like, I'll I'll fucking release this. I will release this via wiki. Yeah. Uh, But uh, it's it's just an insane movie, and I can't believe it got made, but it did, and now it's on regular rotation at family's houses all over the place, including my Uh in-laws. They they like watching this movie. Uh Oh, my God. That makes sense (laughs) for the other movies. So I forget about that movie because it's trash, and I I think I turned it on maybe one. I remember, like, parts of it, but not... Not, I definitely didn't watch the movie in full, but uh, I forget that Tim Allen was in that because uh, he's also in the Santa Claus series, obviously, so he's all over the place. But, um, you know, after we talked about the Santa Claus on a recent episode, uh, Amanda and I put that on and watched it, and we liked it again. Uh, we're kind of back in the mode of liking that movie. But afterwards, we happened to find another Christmas movie on Netflix that had Tim Allen in it uh, called El Camino Christmas. Have you heard of this? No. Okay. Oh my it God. just came out this year it's a Netflix original and it has Tim Allen and it's about like it, it has Dax Shepard and um, uh, Vincent D'Onofrio are like cops and they're like inept cops oh, in a small town and they, they think this guy's doing stuff and he's not and they there's like this big ordeal that gets out of control and stuff it has Red from uh, that 70s show it's like the chief of police 
and and they <laughs> he'll forever be. It's known. so funny. So it's a it's That's about right. like a uh, a hostage situation at a gas station in a small town, and Tim Allen is one of the guys in the gas station. Uh, but he is like a drunk, awful person, and so and he cusses all the time. And so we we watched. We didn't realize we were doing a Tim Allen Christmas double feature of the, the Santa Claus and El Camino Christmas. Mm-hmm. And it was like as if he lost his job at the North Pole and became like a, uh, a drunk has-been and is living in this small town. It was a fantastic double feature, but it was a really good movie. Amanda and I were cracking up. Uh, it was super funny. And so I'd actually recommend it. Uh, it was just like a random thing. But uh, yeah, if you just lop off Christmas with the Cranks, just don't remember it. Then that's better. His other movies, you know, Christmas movies are better. Steven, are you positing a Tim Allen yes. Christmas cinematic yes. universe? <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> I may be but in I, because I do love crossover. I don't know stuff. where Christmas with Our Cranks fits in if we should just throw it out. I don't I don't really like it being in there, so it's up to you. I don't know. I mean it should really be set on fire, but I mean for the <laughs> for the purposes of the cinematic universe, I think you do have to okay. save it. I mean it it, it it may be the uh suicide squad of <laughs> of the uh, the T A C C U. The what? The Tim go ahead. Tim Allen Christmas, Christmas cinematic universe. <laughs> Taku? Taku, if you will. <laughs> the sink word. Which is one of the... <laughs> it's one of the uh, planets that uh, they visit in <laughs> The Last Jedi, I believe. Taku. Um, yeah, so, okay, here, here's my... I, I, feel, I feel like I can fit it in now. So, uh, I, don't, I, don't, I don't remember the sequels of the Santa Claus, how those go anymore, but I remember there's one where there's like... Uh, um, I can't remember. Martin Short who's like an ice man, kicks Santa Claus out. So what I'm positing is the Santa Claus, Santa Claus gets kicked out. Tim Allen goes to become the Christmas with the Cranks. He tries to decorate his house to get his way back into the North Pole, like people try to get their way into heaven. He fails at that, becomes a drunk has-been in a small town. There we go. Connected. Okay, so wait. So (laughs) in that movie, I think that's the third Santa Claus, Uh because Brandy had it on the other day. And I think, yeah, I think it's the third one. Um, so essentially, those two movies fit inside the middle of the, the third Santa Claus movie. Yes. Which I, I think is great. Because he comes back, right? Because, because I, I think, I, he has to, <laughs> yeah. Stephen. I've never seen the end of that movie. Yeah. But yes, I can confirm for you, yeah. he does, in fact, become Santa Claus again. Uh, and he defeats uh, the bad guy. Oh, there. man. So, man, what a strange and wonderful journey we've I love gone this. on. Uh, Taku, you heard it here first. <laughs> the only thing better is if, like, in at the very end of the Santa Claus 3, if he gives a kid a Buzz Lightyear action figure. Yes. Dude, like like a Turbo it, it Man? Would, it, it would pull it all together. Holy oh, shit. Yes. Yeah. God, that would be great. Man, that would be so Man. good. Okay, yeah, I'm down with this. I'm down. This is, this is real. I, we may need to stop recording. I, know, I think no, we peaked at this point. <laughs> this is actually us announcing that we're going uh, away from our weekly episodes. <laughs> we can't do any better. <laughs> uh, the last thing on the Christmas movies is, uh, despite all of these Christmas movies that currently exist, Hallmark oh. continues to make new Christmas movies every year. It's not just one. It's like several different Christmas yeah. movies. Luckily, we don't have Hallmark Channel because we don't have cable. Uh, but I'm sure there's a, a Hallmark app that my wife could download, but yeah. I'm not going to tell her. I'm not going to do it. She probably won't even listen to this. If she does, Brandy, don't do <laughs> Please. it. Also, it's after Christmas, so you won't care. So we're done. 
they make so many movies. Amanda and I make fun of them. They're on Netflix, too. Or, like, that type of movie where it's just, like, a made-for-TV, shitty Christmas movie. There's, like, a Christmas Prince right now that keeps popping up. And there's uh, a Christmas, like, contract or something like that that looks dumb. Mm -hmm. And uh, someone... I don't remember if we talked about this before. I don't think we have. But on Twitter, I found the other day, someone posted, like, (laughs) a bunch of... um, of like the movie posters for a lot of the Hallmark movies over the last like five years. And they're like, I think Hallmark has a, th- a certain thing for like colors. And it's like 90% of them, the guy is wearing a green Christmas sweater and the girl is wearing a red Christmas sweater. <laughs> She's always blonde. He's always like medium blonde brunette. They're all beautiful people. And it's like, they look yeah. exactly the same, but they all have different titles, you know, like it's ridiculous. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that is It's insane. so funny, yeah. I'll try to find it. There's definitely a formula. Yeah. Oh, it's crazy, too. Like, they're so <laughs> dumb. Yeah, I don't get any of that stuff at all. Like, I want... The movies that I pick, I feel like, are quality, you know? Like, yeah, maybe just to me, but in general, like, Gremlins or Scrooge, stuff like that, like, that I've watched forever, but I think are really good movies and stuff. I don't I don't want to get into those, like, one-off TV movies. They're all dumb. Yeah. Yeah, I'm with you. I haven't seen Scrooge in a long oh, time. I God. remember liking it when I was younger. I love Scrooge. Uh, but I... Is it is it still good? Still yeah, and up? I was gonna actually ask you with uh, the night before because it feels kind of like Scrooge to me, where it's like a modern interpretation. Like the night before, just kind of uses that trope a little bit um, of doing like mm-hmm. the past, present, and future and stuff. But uh, Scrooge, I, I can make sense of the night before um, plot a little bit by using Scrooge as a as a backdrop. But yeah, we watched it the other day. I love that movie. There's a uh, a speech at the end of it that Bill Murray gives that is like full of hope it's probably you probably hate it i don't know it's all the stuff about like christmas time and how you can be the best person you want to be and all this stuff but it's so he is so raw and passionate as an actor in it like it feels like one of those things like he had to like take a shot and like didn't talk to anybody for three days and come on set and just do it and like one like 15 minute take that it's like amazing and it's so good oh my god it's just so like it's one of the best scenes of like any movie ever for me like uh, as an actor like he gets like really emotional but like not fully like crying like he just feels like passionate and it's just so raw and good uh so yeah i love that movie and and that ending is perfect for it so and then they have uh, one of my favorite things for movies is when they, they sing at the end and they uh they have like the cast and crew singing along which is probably it sounds like something you might hate as well but i love it and they oh no it seems like a very 80s it's a very thing. 80s thing yeah and they yeah, he'll yeah. have like the audience sing like he'll be like come on all the men all the men no no all the real men all the real men and it's just like all of it I love. So yeah, that's a great one to me. Okay, well good. Yeah, I I need to see if that's streaming. I might watch that yeah. on uh, on Christmas Day, which is today, of course. Whoa! Time travel. <laughs> Let's move on from from the Christmas debate. Okay. And let me <clears throat> in grand Christmas tradition, um, which is something I hate. <laughs> but let me uh, let me uh, give you a a Christmas tale Excellent. of sorts. Uh, let me let me tell you a a tale of the time that my dear wife Brandy and I went to go see the Trans Siberian Orchestra. Okay, um, let me let me set this scene for you. So it's it is in December. Um, they usually come to Oklahoma anywhere from like late November through like mid to late January. Mm-hmm. Uh, but this actually took place in December. Um, the <laughs> the uh, night before, Brandy and I went to go see Jay-Z in Oklahoma uh-huh. City. And he's one of my favorite rappers, so I was so excited to go <laughs> yeah. see it. It was a great concert. It was fucking awesome. He played like all my favorite songs and then some other ones that, uh, that I rediscovered mm-hmm. after he played them, you know? And so I was I was on a yeah. high. So I was I was very much looking forward to to this concert we got free tickets from i think either her work or her parents mm. or somebody I, I don't 
we may have just like <laughs> walked up through the exit. I don't know. I, I can't even remember that. But um, so I, I got my my hip hop out of the way and I was ready for metal. Uh-huh. Okay, I was ready for some fucking devil horns up in the fucking air and <laughs> flames and punching children oh, and man. all that stuff. Um, but then as I was sitting there. I, uh, looking amongst the crowd, it wasn't the normal like metalhead audience I was expecting. There was like grandmothers and uh-huh. like, <laughs> children and everything. So uh, it was then when it clicked to me, it's like, oh, this is Christmas music. Mm-hmm. That's right. That's that's what this is. <laughs> so um, so they started, and as soon as they did it, there was like a they they wove like a, a weird like narrative around all the like songs and everything. Huh. So there was like a story behind it and like, whatnot. Did they um, talk? It, it, was, it was, or how did that? There, there, there was one guy. He was like a, uh, a narrator. Mm-hmm. Um, he was this black guy. He was the only uh, guy in the <laughs> in the building that was darker than I was. <laughs> and he was so out of place with all of these like fat dudes and leotards and like super shaggy hair. Uh, he was this like n- nicely like well well kept black gentleman with a uh, with a shaved nice. head. And he was like. He was very deep uh-huh. voice and he was very boisterous and everything. Like he he deserved a Tony just nice. for like hosting that <laughs> show, you know. But um, but yeah, so it was it was bizarre. It, I, I I didn't need any of it because it was all like a narrative, yeah. but it involved Christmas and it was like and I'm not a fan of musicals mm-hmm. as you may know. So I was like, oh, this is this is not for me yeah. immediately. Well, hopefully this is over with quick. It was like six hours long. It Uh-oh. felt like. And, um, the, the thing that bothered me was like, the music was never like edgy for huh. me. Like it's, it's probably more edgy for uh, people who don't listen to like modern rock yeah. radio or whatever, but it's, it's still, yeah, I mean, it's still Christmas <laughs> like, music. I mean, there's no, there's no like double bass or like super heavy, like shredding uh, or anything like that. It's just, it's Christmas music. There's still like bells and yeah. chimes in, in the songs that are playing, you know? I feel like um, one of the old ladies there is like, oh, they have an electric guitar. I'm rocking out. <laughs> yeah, that's very, much, that's very much the vibe. And I'm, I'm glad you brought that up because that's my next point, which is I'm annoyed that families flock to this mm. but steer clear of actual metal. Mm. Like, it's, it's pretty much, sonically, it's very similar. Uh-huh. Um, you know, you've got dudes with long hair, like, playing electric guitar, um, it's going to be heavier, but this version's okay, but the, the real version <laughs> is not. Come on. Come on. It's easing um, him in, man. It's easing him in. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Just a little bit of up. <laughs> so uh, the, the part that stuck with me the most was that after the show, we met up with uh, Brandy's parents and her aunt and uncle, who also all went to the show, but none of us sat together. We were all, like, in, in different parts of the, the theater. We sat the closest, by the way, <laughs> yeah. uh, which was weird. Like, we got tickets at the last minute. We got tickets, like, earlier that week, and um, somehow funny. we sat the closest to the stage. Uh, both her parents and her aunt and uncle were, like, off to the side and, and whatnot. But, um, yeah, we sat the closest to the stage, and so... At a certain point, I leaned over to Brandy and was like, should we Should we just go? We should probably go. And about that time, this lady with an electric violin <laughs> walked by and was like, oh, okay, you're doing great. I love this. And um, But uh, yeah, afterward, we all like met up in the lobby and they're like, what did you think? Was it great? Did you love it? And Brandy and I were like, no, <laughs> we, it, wasn't, it wasn't for us. We, we're not fans of Christmas music. So yeah, we, we didn't like this. And Brandy's aunt said, and I quote, Pointing or looking at me, I thought you'd like it because you like music. 
Just a very general it's statement very to make. General. You like you like music. I thought you would like this elevator. You like notes. Because yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the music is it's it's all music. Right. Right. Yeah. Man. That uh, that was that story. I know it's not super detailed, no. but uh, it was a uh, well. I was. It was a. It was an I experience. I was curious sure. where this would go when you put it on the script. So, um, mm-hmm. have you listened to Trans Siberian Orchestra outside of that? And do you like their other music? Because all I really ever think I've heard is their Christmas stuff. I think that's all they do is is Christmas okay. related. That's what I thought. Okay. Music. So when, yeah, yeah, when you said that it was Christmas, I didn't. Yeah, you just didn't know it was like Jay Z, and then right around to Christmas, and you were like, "What? Wait, what's happening?" Right. Uh, <laughs> so <laughs> yeah. I've never really been into them. I think uh, Amanda's brother Josh is. I, I'm pretty sure, but uh, I haven't really been that into them. Um, it's like one of those things they play in the radio. You know, like a few songs uh, mixed in, whatever. Yeah. And it's always like so jarring to mm-hmm. me that I was like, "Whoa." Uh, what's happening? But uh, um, but yeah, I, I thought actually when I saw that story that you were going to be like, the time that we saw them and it was great, even though it was Christmas music. But this actually, oh, okay. this is no, way more fitting no. with uh, who you actually are. So <laughs> it makes yes. a lot more sense. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think that I would have liked that either. Uh, I don't really, yeah, I don't really dig them that much. And it's it's partly the metal thing. Like I just haven't really been in that end of metal. But um, I also, I, I think when I could say that, like maybe it's a uh, um, lubing them up for uh, like families to get into it's like it's almost like yeah. parents can be like, "See, kids, we're cool. We brought you to a metal show." You know, kind of yes. like uh, yeah. they're they're thinking they're being all hardcore, but they're not, and they really don't like it. Mm-hmm. Or they they might like the Transsiberian Orchestra, but they don't really like metal. And uh, but yeah, I've mm-hmm. never really got into it. But if I if I were and listened to any songs, I would I would just ask you like, what songs should I listen to? And I want it to be like real metal. I wouldn't want it to be uh, Christmas songs or whatever. So yeah, I've just never. Never done it either, so we're kind of there together. I would have, I would have also probably hated that concert. <laughs> That's a good point about the uh, the family thing. It's uh, about trying to be, hey, look yeah. how edgy I am. It's like mom's put on her black mom <laughs> jeans today, and look, her her boots have buckles on them. Oh man, she's going. <laughs> her back has a cutout. What? <laughs> yeah, it just sounds so. Silly. You don't know how right you are about all that, Stephen. You, yeah, absolutely. Yes. 100%. I've seen him around. <laughs> um, yeah, so my next thing is uh, probably going to be good um, in, re- in re- relation to your Christmas debate where you were talking about, uh, you know, rewatching stuff over and over again or why people, um, you know, kind of go back to stuff on Christmas and everything. So uh, we, had, okay. we had mentioned this a while ago um, about how you, um, I'm going to try to say, how you didn't really understand like why why people go back and like only watch stuff on Christmas, but they don't. They, it's like if you like it or like you like that music, like why don't you listen to the throughout the whole year? Um, you had mentioned that recently, and so uh, I had written this, these notes the other day. Uh, I actually uh, had this random idea pop in my head when I was doing one of those things, listening to some music, I think, and I, I put an explanation to Brent about Christmas music only at Christmas argument. So this is this is my okay. response. This is written down, so I'll, I'll try to read it my best. <laughs> um, I like to take a break from things, and I also like things that only come around every once in a while, kind of like family and friends, honestly. Ba-bumpja. I like my regular music. <laughs> Wait, did you, did you write ba-bumpja? No, I just put that in. <laughs> okay, okay. I like my regular music most of the year, but for December, I mostly just listen to Christmas music. But most of the Christmas music I listen to is stuff I curated, so it sounds like my music anyway. But okay. then when Christmas is over, I'll bring back my usual music, and it's like seeing an old friend again. Songs I haven't heard in a while are great, and even ones I was obsessed with have a new sheen again. So uh, even though it wasn't Christmas isn't over, the other day I was a little sick of my Christmas music, and I put on some of my my my, my favorites on Spotify, my playlist, and I was like, oh my god, like I love this song. I forgot I had this song. This is so good. Or 
oh, I had gotten sick of this song because I listened to it so much because that's what I do. And now it's like I got myself a break from it for like a month. And now it's like, man, it all sounds great again. And so I like kind of the uh, – it's like both sides of it. I like that I have Christmas music that I only do one month out of the entire year. And I like taking a break from all of my usual stuff so I can do that so that I can come back to it and it's kind of nicer again. So uh, that's okay. my little explanation. You, you have you kind of reset yes. your, your tastes a little yeah. bit. And uh, give it a okay. little break and a little change up for a little bit. I can appreciate that. Thanks. So, yeah, that's – that, that makes sense. That makes sense so to me. So I'm right, and Christmas is great. Excellent. And moving on. <laughs> <laughs> That's how it works, right? <laughs> this just in. Christmas, fantastic. <laughs> you heard it here first, folks. From Brent's mouth. <laughs> that wasn't me. That was Carl in the news chopper. Oh, man. Sorry about that. Sorry, Carl. <laughs> Car- it's okay. I'm, uh, I'm hovering over your house, Stephen. And, uh, yeah, you are right. Christmas is Was fantastic. it Carl, uh, Carl from uh, Carl Winslow? Family Matters was it uh, Reginald Vell Johnson? In the, in the hall- <laughs> go home, Steve. Oh, you're already there. Okay, goodbye. Oh man, I want to watch Die Hard again just to watch him. Is that is that bad? <laughs> just, I fucking love that guy. Do the uh, the Reginald Vell yes. Johnson. Pass. Oh man, so fucking good. I just want his scenes. <laughs> <laughs> we need that Reggie yeah. cut. Anytime I miss my dad, just put on that. <laughs> <laughs> there he is you just like slowly like drag your hand down the screen stroke his cheek it's so I mean, sad. like what are you doing <laughs> hey one one note on on christmas music and you may you may see this as well um uh, <laughs> whenever they they play like odd christmas music here and there on local radio here it's um like if it's just regular rock radio or whatever um, they will often include the uh, Geraldi uh, uh, song mm, from Peanuts. Uh, yeah, Charlie mm-hmm. Brown. Yeah, but it's not a it's not a Christmas song. That one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That one. Um, they, it's like it's in other Charlie Brown cartoons and whatnot. It was it? It's not just related to that specific that specific like mm. Christmas special. See, here's the thing. I, I used to watch those, but not like a lot. I don't, I don't really put those on every year or anything like that. I was thinking about it this year just for fun, but, um, uh, but yeah, I've always kind of associated that with the Christmas thing. Cause if anything, that's the one I, I do watch. Um, so, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, I don't know why people do that. I, I also had, I, I used to have that cause I had some cover version of that. That was like more rock version, um, that I forgot about. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I don't, now that you mentioned that, I don't know. I don't know, man. On the most recent <laughs> SNL, did you watch no. that with the Foo Fighters? Oh, and, no, but the okay. Foo Fighters thing. So, I, I wondered if you watched that. That was awesome. Okay, Ugh. we did, yeah. And I, I told Brandy, um, they the first song they did is a song off their, their mm. new album, The Sky's a Neighborhood, which is a fantastic song. The best, <laughs> Steven. It is I haven't seen that one yet. I need to so, watch that one. Okay. Do you want me... Well, it's not really a spoiler, I guess, but they the, the second song they do, or the second mm. performance they do, is a... Um, kind of a medley yes. of songs. So they started out doing their classic oh, Everlong. It was so fucking but good. Then... Oh, I saw that it? one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I oh, didn't okay, see the first okay, song. Okay, I saw good. that that song, just like the clip of it. Um, yeah. Okay, so so you know. So then they go from Everlong into um, some... What Christmas song? I can't song remember right now. Yeah, I watched it a few days ago. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. <laughs> we watched it, yeah, we watched yeah. it a couple days ago as well. But they, they go to a Christmas song and... Instead of like Dave Grohl or any mm. of the Foo's singing, they let all three of their backup singers. Mm-hmm. Uh, they let each one of those ladies sing, uh, like a couple of bars. And I thought that yeah, was that fantastic. Was cool. Like, can you imagine being one of those girls and like 
Yeah, we're gonna perform with the Foo Fighters. We're the backup singers. Oh, and we're also going to be squarely yeah. on camera. <laughs> like we're gonna have close-ups yeah. and everything. I thought that was super awesome that they they were allowed to do that. And then at the very end, they play that that peanut. Oh song. yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, I mean, like yeah, so. if Dave Grohl says it's part <laughs> it's of weird. Christmas, man, I don't know. I, I feel it so. has to be. I, I told. I told Brandy afterward, after we watched that performance, I said, well, if you got to have Christmas music, I guess, yep. why not be Foo Fighters? No. <laughs> to, which she re- to which she replied, no. <laughs> she, she hates Christmas music more than I do. Well, so, I thought, yeah, yeah I, I saw the other day, and I was excited. I forgot about it. Uh, I was actually going to add it to the script that uh, I wanted you to watch that, so I'm glad you did. But, uh, no, I thought it was great. Um, <laughs> that Everlong cover, or not cover, obviously, but uh, that Everlong version where it was just Dave Grohl was mm-hmm. fucking phenomenal. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then when I went into the yeah. rest of it, I loved it. I figured you'd probably be, you know, like, well, it's the Foo Fighters, but it's Christmas. It's kind of in between, but uh, we liked them, too. I was wondering if that was their, you know, regular backup singers, but um, Amanda and I loved the first one especially. We just wanted more, more of her. She was great, um, but they were they yes, were all good. Yeah. But, uh, but, yeah, that was such a cool thing. I heard that episode of SNL wasn't that great, um, but there is a, a cut there was a cut sketch with James Franco as a young Santa Claus that's supposed to, he's like really horny and stuff or something. I, I haven't yeah. seen it. I, I heard about it, but I want to watch seen it. it so maybe by the time this actually <laughs> airs, I'll watch it. But, uh, but yeah, that, that, that one song from, from Foo Fighters was great though. It was, it was. Um, so not to Brandy to, to no, no, <laughs> she, she was not about fuck it. Fuck that. <laughs> nope. <laughs> she said as soon as they got into the Christmas stuff, she was like, you can go ahead and uh, skip past all this if you want. Or you, want to watch it. you probably want to watch it. Okay, fine. She like said it with her arms crossed. Um, so th- to put the final button uh, on the, the Christmas uh, or my displeasure with Christmas yeah. stuff, um, like I said, I could go all year into next Christmas, but I, I think this will summarize kind of my whole outlook on on Christmas, which is uh, my initials. <laughs> the initials for my first, middle, and last name, which are B A H or Ba, as in Ba. Humbug. It's awesome, and that's that's everything you need to know about me. <laughs> and if you were curious, yes, my middle name is Ass. <laughs> Brent Assybird. Yeah. You're, that's, your parents that's were when cool. you see something if, if you see something that you like you dislike whatever you're like oh man that's Brent ass you know it's like badass or something like that but not the same meaning it, it, you can tailor it to to your needs oh, I'm gonna I'm gonna use that from now on that's Brent ass yeah. people are like what Thank you. and I'll just walk away <laughs> <laughs> if you start like waving your hand in front of your face like oh that's Brent yeah. ass Jesus. I smelled that too many tabs. <laughs> uh, <laughs> no, uh, I love it. Um, whatever, you put that on the script. Uh, uh, before, you'd had that on there, but we hadn't gotten to it yet, so we, we got to this episode, which I'm, I'm thankful for. But, uh, yeah, I was like, holy shit, yeah, his initials are Ba. That is fantastic. Mm-hmm. Wow. If you had been the other way, if you'd been me, that would have been awful, but it's perfect for you. Yeah. It's like it was meant to be. It is. It was. Yeah, absolutely. Like, it couldn't be better if your name wasn't actually just Grinch. Or like your middle name wasn't Grinch, you know, like <laughs> that's the next step. So <laughs> this is good. <laughs> uh, so the last thing, uh, extra thing for Christmas that I wanted to mention was uh, a movie that Amanda and I watched the other day called Better Watch Out. And uh, I had heard about this and I didn't bring it up to you, I don't think, but um, it's mm-hmm. a Christmas horror movie. So that's always fun. And um, I came out um last year on the festival circuit but it just came out this year um around and it's on itunes it's it's a 99 cent rental right now and like a 10 dollar purchase and we rented it um because i saw it it was finally out and i had heard a little bit about it i had not seen any trailers all i heard was it was like a dark christmas movie and i was like that's cool it's like a a, there's like a babysitter involved 
and the young kids she's watching or whatever, and that's all I really knew. So we put it on, and um, it was phenomenal. It was so fucking good and inventive and fun. It is... Uh, there's some cheesy parts to it, um, and it has some... Um, like, some things, like, the effects aren't that great. Like, their budget might have been that great. Or the... Some of them are great, though. Some of the acting at the beginning is not that great. But, uh, but it picks up, and it's better towards the end. But um, we watched the trailer afterwards, and absolutely do not watch the trailer to this movie. Just just pick it up. Okay. Imagine, like, the, the, the movie The Babysitter that came out. This is what this... Sh- like, that yes. movie should not exist. This movie should exist. And that one should not. Because this is also about a babysitter. Sorry, Kit Blue. Sorry about it, yeah. <laughs> uh, I thought about him when I was thinking about saying that. Was awesome. That's hilarious. Uh, but this one is, like, a babysitter in charge of uh, a little kid, uh, like a, or, like, a 13-year-old kid or whatever. And um, he has, like, a friend that's around part of the time, too. But um, it's kind of like a... Um, all that you need to know is it's kind of like a home invasion thing that happens. It's, like, on Christmas. His parents are out. She's babysitting. And there's some kind of a home invasion that happens. And the crazy hijinks they get into. It's kind of like a really dark home alone um, would be a good way to at least get people to watch it. And uh, But it was so surprising and so inventive. Um, it calls in a lot of stuff from other Christmas movies in a really fun way. Um, but yeah, I, we loved it. Um, there are some weird things about it. Um, Amanda was obsessed. She's an interior designer, and she was obsessed with the fact that their doorknobs were like chest level or like neck level everywhere. Oh, weird. Super weird, right? And we couldn't figure it out um, until we found out it's actually an Australian-American movie, and every actor in it <laughs> is Australian, but they speak in English accents, like in American accents, yeah. rather. Um, yeah. And they... Uh, so, like, in Australia, their doorknobs are a lot higher than ours. And wow. the director did an AMA on Reddit, and he said that that's the one mistake that they made, that the people that were building the set had already installed the doors in Australia like they do. And then he was like, fuck, this isn't going to look like America. People are going to notice. And it's like the biggest question he got on Reddit was, why are the doorknobs <laughs> so high? And so it's like really jarring because it's like they speak like Americans, but they it's like this Australian quirk of their doors that looks totally different than ours. So, uh, but yeah, it was really good. Uh, uh, the kids were all great in it. Some of the acting, like I said, it was, it was all them in the beginning. It was kind of bad, but it gets better. So surprising. And we, we watched it two times in a row. No joke. Uh, and then we, we've watched it like two more times since then. Um, it's just been like, cause that's how we do, but it's, it's really fun right. and I would highly recommend it. Just do, do not read anything about it. Do not watch a single trailer. Just, just go, just into, go it. into it and you'll have a good time. <laughs> it's super fun. <laughs> that's awesome. Uh, yeah, I looked it up before we started recording today on uh, the just watch app, just to, um, kind of get a, a brief mm-hmm. description about it. And, uh, when I saw that it was a babysitter, I was like, Oh, maybe, <laughs> maybe this is the better version. Of Absolutely. Yeah. So, um, yeah, okay. I would uh, I would definitely check this it's, out. You said it's a 99 cent rental yeah. on on iTunes right yeah. now. Okay. I mean, it's worth it. It's awesome. it's definitely fun. I'm going to buy it now. Um the second we rented it and watched it, I was like, we should have just bought that one. But I bought Krampus and then didn't like it as much, you know? So oh, yeah. I bought it when it was cheaper and I was like, "Oh, I love it." And then I don't love it. Um it's just okay. And yeah. this one though, I was like, it went the other way. I I should have just bought it initially, but at least it was it was cheap to rent it and we had it for 48 hours, so we just watched it a bunch in that time. But um It'll be definitely yep. a, a yearly movie for us from now on. It's it's super cool. Okay, well, awesome. Yeah, I'll check that out. Cool, cool. They will watch it on uh, Christmas Day, which again is today. <laughs> I don't know what you guys are talking about. Today is in fact Christmas. I know I said it's Saturday earlier. It's because of all that cocaine I did. Oh, there so you go. It is uh, clearly oh, it's clearly Monday. <laughs> <laughs> you actually had a cocaine dinner from Saturday to Monday. That's why you're confused. <laughs> okay, that's what it was. Yeah, I'm time displaced. Yeah, exactly. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> 
let's move on to our main topic, which is the 2015 film The Night Before. Uh, and Stephen, you want to go through the list of uh, credits here? Yes. Uh, I wish I would have looked this up before to say how uh, see how to say his name, but uh, the director is Jonathan Levine. I don't think it's Levine. I'm not sure. Uh, I think it's Levine, yeah. Yeah, Levine, so we'll say that. Uh-huh. Uh, written by Jonathan Levine and Kyle Hunter, Ariel Schaefer, and Evan Goldberg. Uh, from a story by uh, Jonathan Levine as well. I just thought it was kind of cool that he had like kind of the whole idea for this as well mm-hmm. uh, and then directed it. So uh, actors are Joseph Gordon-Levitt as Ethan, Seth Rogen as Isaac, Anthony Mackie as Chris C-Rob, Lizzie Kaplan as Diana, Mindy Kaling as Sarah, Jillian Bell as Betsy, Isaac's wife, and Michael Shannon as Mr. Green. And uh, there's some cameos and stuff as well, so I have a full cast list if we need to mention anybody else, but uh, those are the, the main peoples. The main people, yeah. Um I was very surprised. Like, I haven't seen the trailer for this movie since it, it came out in theaters back in 2015. Oh, so, cool. um, some of these people may have shown up in those trailers. I, I completely forgot. So, um, besides uh, the three principal mm-hmm. male actors, uh, everybody else who showed up in this was a surprise to me. Oh, cool. Especially uh, Michael Shannon. Oh, like, when yeah. When he first showed up, I was like, holy, sh- is that Michael Shannon? <laughs> He makes everything better. Michael Shannon is amazing. I love that guy. He he's my favorite part of Man of Steel. Oh uh, yeah, um, I could go with that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He's he, and like he has a good point. Yeah. It's like yeah, <laughs> he, he's just trying to protect his race, you know, <laughs> Try, trying to protect uh, everyone in Krypton. So, yeah, like uh, all his whole planet. Yeah. Yeah. So Kinda fucking Superman. God, what getting a in dick. his way. I know. No, he's <laughs> Michael. Uh, Michael Shannon is great in everything he's in. Pretty much, even movies I don't yeah. like, I'm like, well, Michael Shannon was pretty good. Yeah. Like, he's always, like, the the shining moment of that. Yeah, and he's great in this role. I love it because it's so kind of weird and, and quirky and stuff, so. <laughs> he's actually in, a, or the first movie I saw him in was 8 Mile, the Eminem movie. Oh, wow. I haven't seen that forever. <laughs> he's in that movie, and uh, uh, it's it's weird to think that a, an actor of Michael Shannon's caliber is uh, acting off of Eminem, who's <laughs> playing himself, yeah. but uh, somewhat dully yeah. uh, playing himself. That's funny. But, um but man, the movie 99 Homes, but a bitch ain't one. Uh, <laughs> 99 Homes with Andrew Garfield. Uh-huh. That movie is fantastic. Oh, wow. Yeah, uh, I don't think I've seen that. So, oh, my God. It's so good. You yeah, right on. Um, but uh, yeah, back to this movie. Yeah. Um, you have mentioned that you've been watching this throughout December. Yep. How many, conservatively, uh, <laughs> how many times would you say that you've watched this movie within the past month? 20. 20 times. Probably 30, though, really. <laughs> <laughs> it's like I don't watch it in full all the time, so that's what's hard. Uh, I couldn't say, like, 30 full times, but like I said, like, I'll watch it sometimes and then, like, just start it over again, or, like, I'll start it on, like, a favorite part uh, with the man that's not home yet, and then it gets to mm-hmm. the end and I'll just start it over again or whatever. So, uh, yeah, maybe, like, 20 times in the last month. Or, like, since, like, November, like mid-November is when I started watching Christmas movies, so a little bit longer, okay. too. But, yeah, I, I mean, I love this movie... Um, uh, I when I was preparing for this, I told Amanda the other day, I was like, well, I need to watch the night before on Friday. And she leaned back and she was like, you need to watch that as if like I haven't <laughs> memorized it. And I go, Amanda, I am professional about this podcast. Okay. <laughs> I can't go in to a podcast without watching the movie before, but I can't go in to discussing the night before without watching that movie the night before. Okay, <laughs> that's true, that's like true. it's in the title. 
So I have to. Uh, and then she was like, Stephen, you're scaring me. Put yeah. the knife down. I'm just asking you a question. And I looked down and I didn't realize I had it in my hand, you know? Yeah. So I just blacked yeah. out again. Uh, I get into those Christmas rages. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> you know, they're pretty common around this time. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Um, yeah, but yeah, I absolutely adore this movie. Um, I'm curious what you thought uh, because the first time that I watched it, I went to, I believe I saw this at the Alamo Draft House um, as it came out. And. I'm a huge Christmas movie fan, and I love these guys, but for some reason, the trailers didn't sell it for me, and I think I went with some friends, and then I liked it, but I was like, it was okay, it was it was missing some parts, and then afterwards, though, it like, kept kneeling at my brain, and I was like, man, I gotta watch that again, and it's, it's later on that I was like, watched it at home, and I was like, oh my god, I love this movie, and I really set in, so uh, I'm curious, like, I don't know that it, you might have loved it. Um, even if you liked the Christmas movie aspect of it, you know, at all, but, um, but, uh, I didn't love it at first. It's, it's grown on me and now I'm like, man, it's just so great. So it's a grower, not a shower is what you're saying. <laughs> He's a grower and a shower. <laughs> oh, okay. Okay, both. Um, but before we move on, let's just go ahead and put some blanket spoilers down right now yeah. because, um, there's a, a lot of stuff that, that happens in this movie, and I don't know how, how we're going to pace this discussion out or anything. Good. I didn't take any notes. Uh, I'm the cool, opposite yeah. of you. Uh, I watched it th- that night, uh, Sunday night after we got done recording. Oh, I watched funny. it, and so I've just tried to uh, retain the knowledge in my head you, uh, to write anything down. You've held it this entire week and didn't tell me? Yep. Oh, my yep. gosh. Yep. So, uh, so, yeah, blanket spoilers, okay? Yep. So, um, yes, we watched it Sunday night. Brandy and I sat down, and um, after after we watched it, uh, we looked at each other and we were, like, trying to gauge whether we liked it or not. <laughs> Brandy wasn't that into it. Uh-huh. Uh, I think she thought it was okay. Um, and I'm kind of with her uh-huh. on that. I think I liked it more than I disliked it. Yeah. But, um, uh, and I didn't have any major problems with it, but it didn't, uh, didn't click with me right away. Yeah. So I wonder if maybe it's related to what you were saying about it not not clicking with you yeah. the first there time. There you go. Could be. Um, I like all of the actors. Uh, Anthony Mackie might be my favorite Avenger as the Falcon. Oh, yeah? Uh, nice. I, I, just, I just love him as an actor. Again, mm-hmm. also an 8 Mile. And I'm just now piecing together oh. both Michael <laughs> Shannon and, That's and hilarious. Anthony Mackie. This is an 8 Mile cast reunion movie. That's, I didn't even realize. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. We're just missing him. Was, yeah, was point. there anybody else in this movie that was in that one? I don't know. That's funny. <laughs> um, but uh, but yeah, I mean, I like all of the the actors. Um, there's just I don't know. There's um, I, I maybe it's because I didn't know what the actual like story of the movie was. Mm-hmm. Uh, I knew those three actors were the leads of it, yeah. but I didn't know. And there's some like hijinks they get up to. <laughs> that Seth Rogen throws up in the middle of a church yeah. <laughs> during mass, uh, but that's about the extent of what I recall okay. about it. Um, the 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 story with Joseph Gordon Levitt um, or his character Ethan um, that was a pretty heavy story, mm-hmm. um, kind of from the beginning. Um, but I do like that um, oh, to to set it up for people who haven't seen it uh, and don't mind being spoiled. Um, his parents died when he was younger. He was like a I don't know if he was like a, an older teenager yeah. or like early twenties or yeah. something like that. But his his parents died, I, I guess, right around Christmas time, mm-hmm. and so, you know, his his friends uh, Isaac and Chris they get together with him on Christmas and they go out and they party it up and they have a good time and that becomes a tradition for them, yeah. uh, which I'm all about. Yeah. I would much rather do that than do <laughs> like regular like family stuff, you know. Oh yeah, but. Um, 
but uh, yeah, from there, there's some some issues with uh, uh, Ethan really not wanting to let that tradition go and having some some struggles. And there's a uh, an ex girlfriend that comes into the picture mm-hmm. who he fucked things up with before, and he's trying to get her back. And um, in the meantime, Seth Rogen's character Isaac has uh, <laughs> gotten married. He's got a got a baby on the way, so he's trying to be the best father that he can and. And um, then Anthony Mackie's character, Chris, uh, a.k.a. C-Rob, is a, what, he's like a football yeah. player, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, that's where that's where you play on the grass. Yes. Like that picture okay. we saw the other week. Yes. That's right. I remember seeing a picture of a, of a football, a football picture. There you I go. I think I'm sports They're now. They're connected. Yep. Sports. <laughs> oh, and uh, Brent Duke uh, messaged me on Twitter the other day oh, and he yeah. said, uh, it was a different team than what you and I had discussed. So it's not the Razorbacks, it's something else. But uh, oh, Well, yeah, it was what well, was Arkansas State, right? Steven, I don't know. <laughs> it's, been a, it's been a full week. I was just I saying that I was a Razorback it. at Arkansas. Oh, I okay, don't know, I misunderstood. Yeah, I don't know what they are, but I was like, I'll, okay. I'll root for them because I really didn't care. I think they were the knuckle dusters or <laughs> yeah, something like that. that sounds I, about I right. That sounds good. That sounds yeah, right. I think that's what they've got. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, but yeah, so uh, C. Rob he plays for uh, stand-in sports team, and he's <laughs> big on social media. And um, he's you find out in the beginning he's taking steroids, and that's why he gets better yeah. all of a sudden. And in his um, early thirties, yeah. <laughs> yes, yeah. Ethan and Isaac are both asking him constantly, like, "How come he got better? Yeah. <laughs> or how come he got better in all this stuff? Like all of this, it just came out of nowhere." Yeah, but I'm on um, diet. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> and C. Rob is trying to, um, trying to impress the other players on the team because he wants to fit in with them mm-hmm. and bond with them. But um, that doesn't necessarily go go his way. Yeah. Um, but uh, but yeah, I mean that's kind of the the general plot yeah, of the movie. Absolutely, I think. And this yeah, so and, this is like their their last uh, Christmas get together as friends uh, because of their right, going yeah. all their yeah separate ways and stuff. So this is the yeah. the last thing in uh yeah that's kind of the movie. Yeah. Um, and we're done. Yeah. So that's the movie. Uh, next week. <laughs> that's a movie. Yep. That's your 15 minute. That's a movie review. <laughs> we just go to the cast and tell the plot. And we're yes. like, that's it. I'll, I'll be honest with you. I think that I would have liked this more if, uh, if we would have watched it together. I think uh, so too. Yeah. That's, that's no fault of your own. Yeah. Uh, it just, things just didn't work out. Yeah. So I think the next time you come into town, regardless of what time of the year it is, we should watch this together. Oh, wow. You're putting a lot out so, there. Yeah, <laughs> I, because I want to like this movie yeah. more than, than I do, but I, I definitely want to give it another chance because there are parts of this movie that I thought were hilarious. Uh-huh. Yeah. No, and I, so, I think it really could be that like the first time you watch it, it's just kind of getting into it and then maybe you realize yeah. it. But uh, a lot of the stuff that I like is like the sappy Christmas stuff. I realize that, so... I mean, it could be a miss either way for you, but uh, yeah. but that happens, yeah. Yeah, I think that's the stuff that I didn't like is the, oh, yeah. uh, the Sappy Christmas stuff. Yeah. Um, but uh, some of the stuff is just bizarre. Uh-huh. Like Michael Shannon turns out to be an angel. Oh, I love I it. Guess. Yeah. <laughs> Which is so weird, yeah. but pot, there's so a, much a like weird shut. That's right. But it's so weird that I actually like that. Uh-huh. Um, there's uh, the... <laughs> the <laughs> the iPhone video that Seth Rogen records. I thought you would love that. Yeah. Oh my god, I love that so much. And then he <laughs> screams the word "cunt." Yeah. And, and it's like, 
who is he? Is he calling somebody yeah. that? And then later it's addressed in the in the movie. Oh, I love it. Yeah, when his by, wife was like, did you just call her baby a cunt? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but she loves it. She's like, oh, this yeah. is fine. Yeah. 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 It's like, oh, I'm so glad you were freaking out because I was freaking out too. I, I like so. those. I like the character arts. Um, and I was trying to think of that a lot last night. And that's why I mentioned Scrooge that I was trying to realize. Um, and, and most like Scrooge movies uh, and the Christmas Carol movies that um, it's, you know, it's just Scrooge. It's like one character that, that goes through all of the events and they get shown mm-hmm. their present, past and future. And this one is like three different characters who all get shown different past, present, and future, but they all are also kind of learning the lessons of all three, and they're all yeah. going through their own shit. Like, even if they seem like they have it more together than, like, Ethan does, um, you know, they really don't, and they're all just kind of, like, faking it. Um, and so I, I like that dynamic of that, that um, uh, they're all trying to go through their own things at the moment. And uh, I don't know. There's a lot of parts that I really like. Um, I like the... It calls into play like a lot of other movies. Like they have that uh, the the girl from Broad City. I can't remember her name. Uh, yeah. Who uh, sleeps with C. Rob? He like he he says he fame fucks her, and uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, Alana uh, Glazer. Uh, her yeah, she's actually yeah. uh, credited as Rebecca Grinch is her name. Uh, yeah, we saw that last <laughs> no, night. She, she, I like because she had that like green yeah. like feather boa like oh, collar God, on her jacket. Yeah. yeah, so yeah. I like all the details they put in it where it called in other movies. Like she had like the sticky bandits thing where she had the tape on her hand. She <laughs> threw micro machines and down. She, like, yeah, she threw the uh, she like smacked the presents out of yes. like a walkers by like hands and everything. I was like, I like this yeah. girl. I thought you would yeah. love her. Yeah, she's so funny. Yeah. And then she does the Hans Gruber. She's like, my boy Hans Gruber died this way and like falls down yeah. and, and falls in the trash. But. uh Amanda had asked, she was like, is she supposed to be the, the angel of Christmas present and, or the, the ghost rather the ghost of Christmas present. Mm-hmm. And I was like, Oh, I never thought of that. I thought Michael Shannon is kind of that role. Cause it's usually a different ghost in the Christmas story. Mm-hmm. So I like that it like kind of deconstructs and uses other movies and plays with those tropes and stuff that it's like, it's not just like a, a Christmas carol. It's not just that story. It's uh, mm-hmm. like, it just uses that kind of plot device to propel the story, but they have a lot of other things. Um, but there's a lot of it that I like. Um, so, uh, uh, yeah. I, I thought that Michael Shannon was supposed to be the ghost of Christmas past uh-huh. because he was there when they were like high schoolers yeah. and, uh, that's kind of his thing, you know, uh-huh. it's like he, he watches them grow up and they're all his children, yeah, yeah. you know? So I thought that was that. And then, um, yeah, Lana Glazer's character was the ghost of Christmas present. Who was the ghost of Christmas? That's future? what I was trying to figure out. Yeah. And I know who it is. Uh-oh. That's right. Miley Cyrus. <laughs> Holy shit. No, I, I don't know if that's I correct. think that could be right. I, I was trying so? to think of this last night. I was trying to think of who the third one is because he they, they meet a new person. That's like in the Christmas Carol. You have to like mm-hmm. use that as a, you know, a, a parallel to this. And it's like they meet a new person, but there's an overarching one usually as well. There's like in a Christmas Carol, it's like his old business partner is like you'll be visited by three ghosts. And this, this doesn't have that at all. So I just always assumed it was Michael Shannon for all of them. But I kind of dig this. Like he was in the past. Uh, she could be the present. She's teaching mm-hmm. him lessons, and then maybe, maybe Miley's it. Man, I could go with that. It could be because he tells her that he wants to propose. Ethan wants to propose yeah. to um, uh, to Diana, Lizzie, uh, Lizzie Kaplan's character. Yeah. So maybe that's like a snapshot of their future. It's like he would yeah, be proposing, like, even though it doesn't go that. It way. It doesn't go that way, but it shows him a way that it could have been, or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. And shows yeah. him, like, because at the end, that's, you know, he goes back to her and he's like, I, I do want to be with you. I want to meet your parents and stuff. So, spoiler alert. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, yeah. uh, you know, 
it kind of makes sense that they're like, yeah, that's what Miley showed him, and then it went a different way. But yeah, that could be, man. I'm I'm down with that. I'd like to explore this again. Yeah. I have to watch this movie twenty more times <laughs> and figure that out. <laughs> <laughs> now, do you did you buy this movie? Oh yeah, I've yeah I've owned this you movie okay. for a few years. Yeah. Do you have the the commentary on it? Have you watched? Ooh, the commentary? that's a good call. Is there? I don't know if there is. I've watched a lot of the special features. Uh, we watched yeah. the they have a making like a twenty minute making of that we watched last night as well. Mm-hmm. Um, so I've watched that, but yeah, I haven't done the commentary yet. Good call. Oh, that might be good. I wonder if I would like that. be good to do. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, like, I would assume so. Unless you're like, hey, Stephen Fisher, fuck you, man. (laughs) Fuck you. Um, I did write some notes down for the making of. I was going to bring up because I thought you'd like them. Yeah, go ahead. Uh, Please. uh, Because it was cool. It was was funny. Uh, One of the things in particular that I hadn't written down, but it made me think of, uh, for, for you in particular, of what you think about the movie, is uh, the director mentioned in the movie, or in the making of, that when you're writing a movie like this, that a Christmas movie, um, audiences will give you more leeway for emotional scenes. So he's like, we, okay. we have a character whose parents die in the beginning of the movie, and that's like the impetus for all of it. And yeah. it's a really sad thing in his life, and um, it's like takes him like 10 years to get over it and everything. And, and, uh, and he was like, you can't do that in most movies, but in a Christmas movie, people let you get away with it. And yeah. I like that stuff. I like the, just like Scrooge, that it can be like something about the season, whatever can bring that out in you. So I get that at some emotional level, but uh, it seems like you don't really get attached to anything like that. So, you know, there might just be a part of this movie mm-hmm. that inherently you just won't like because it's so emotional and so Christmassy. So it could be uh, the, the melodrama regarding the, yeah. the season and all of that stuff. Um, there were a few like character things that I was. A little bit iffy on, mm-hmm. I guess. Um, so with his his parents um, being killed, yeah, I I thought there was um, like towards the end of the movie, he admits that the reason he didn't want to get together with, or, or I'm sorry, to to meet Lizzie's parents mm. is because um, he didn't want to break tradition, which rang a little bit false to me. Uh-huh. I thought he was going to say maybe this is my fault for like expecting something the movie wasn't going to give me. Yeah. I thought he was going to say, I don't want to get close to your parents because I lost mine and I don't want to have to go through that again mm. whenever you lose them. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of what I had thought. Yeah. But then it, it seemed a little bit shallow to me that he's just like, well, I don't want to like stop going out with my friends or whatever. But they were going to stop doing it anyway yeah. because this was, he knew this was going to be the last time they were going out. So yeah, I can I get know, behind that, that. Yeah. That part, um, I don't know that it bothered me. It's just like, not really knowing where the story was going. Yeah. I was expecting something a little bit deeper and it seemed like it was just sitting there. Yeah. No, I to, get you. Yeah. To have that reference. But, um, the, 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 the relationship between he and his ex-girlfriend, um, watching with like fresh eyes, I didn't really know like why they broke up or what the situation mm-hmm. was. And it's, it, it's not like given to you like right up front. Like there's not a whole bunch of like, um, uh, dialogue up front that says, well, you know, yeah, because you broke up because of this, this, and this, or whatever, yeah. you know, at the beginning of the movie. It's, like, parsed out throughout yeah, the film, yeah. so you have to really kind of put it together through context mm-hmm. or whatever, but, <laughs> I mean, the uh, the the overall um, feel of the movie is, is, like, comical, but, like, there are parts of it, like you were saying, that are um, more dramatic. Yeah, I mean, you uh, could say more, sappy, even. I mean, yeah, I think yeah, there's definitely yeah. some of that in there, yeah. Um, yeah, and it's funny, like, you mentioned the, the parent thing. It's weird, like, I, I was trying to think back, because I've seen it a lot, so I, I can, I have 
a lot of memory of the movie that I can just like scroll through in my head. Uh, and I'm like, yeah, I get that it wasn't said that way. And I think that's right. That it was just kind of sitting there and it's, it's almost like the last Jedi. Like maybe it's, you have to like accept the movie you got. Um, but yeah. there was like a better way to do that. Like it might've made more sense, but, um, I, I get that they talk mostly about the tradition thing, but I, I have always gotten from it, like inferred from it, that it was something about the parent aspect, I guess, like kind of like you're saying, it's just not so explicit. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I've always kind of accepted it as some way that he just like, doesn't want anything to do with anything without anymore. Like yeah. he's just lost in general in life. And, uh, mm-hmm. and that's part of it. And he just doesn't want to meet her parents or whatever. But, uh, but yeah, I mean, I get your point with that. And that, that seems like a, if it was more explicit or if it was definitely a point there or whatever, that maybe it would make more sense for the movie or whatever. So I could see that. It just occurred to me that we're missing a big piece of this puzzle, which is that the, the three guys have heard about this holiday party. Oh yeah. This Christmas party <laughs> yeah. that they've been, been wanting to go to for, for several years and, uh, they keep hearing about it, but they've never been able to attend because it's like a, a secret thing. Yeah. And, um, and Ethan, he <laughs> steals some tickets from somebody. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and they, they, they're finally going to go and get to go to this party. And that's kind of the main drive of that night that they, mm. that they go out. Um, also, one thing I do want to point out, and this is definitely a in the plus column, is the holiday sweaters in this movie oh, yeah. are fucking on I know, point. Right? They're, They're great. fantastic. <laughs> I want that black Santa sweater. I want that. I want that uh, that Jewish. I know it. That one's sweater. I, I want all of them. It, it, Joseph Gordon-Levitt has a Wu Tang. Oh, I know. Sweater yeah, yeah. at a certain point that, that looks so badass. fucking awesome. Yeah. I want them all. That's Let's hilarious. make it happen. Um, I like all the the different aspects with those as well. Like whenever they walk in the um, the Chinese restaurant and they mm-hmm. see all the Jewish, like the rabbis sitting there, the rabbis, and like yeah. Seth Rogen like points to his shirt. I love that stuff. Um, <laughs> it's like nodding his head up and down. Like, yeah, <laughs> that was great. Um, speaking of him, of Isaac as well, um, the one of the parts they put into the uh, making of that I thought was really funny for how the movie plays out is the uh, when they're at Chris's mom's house and the dick pics start coming through um, <laughs> his uh his faces his reactions to it um they show it where they're trying they're like they, they read the lines like oh you've never sucked a dick before and he's supposed to react to it and as an actor he's like he says like oh just give me some words and i'll react to them and so the words yeah. they gave is like you're a spy so he does like this weird like look or whatever like you're a gentleman and then like you're a flattered lady and he's like Whoa. And he does like his looks. So I like the fact that as like as an actor and as a director, they just like shouted out these like different scenarios, and he reacted to them, and then yeah. they just added it in later. And that's why his looks are like so weird and funny. But uh, that scene fucking cracks me up. Like Isaac on drugs, that whole thing is hilarious to me. I love all that yeah. stuff. Uh, oh man, it's so great. And he's got so many drugs. So many like, drugs. His wife is such a, a sport about the yeah. whole thing about them like going out for the last time. So she buys drugs off of Craigslist. Yeah. <laughs> it's just like a whole plethora of different drugs. Um, we know there's mushrooms, there's cocaine, Molly. Uh, there's like one, one what? what Molly. Did you say? Oh, there's Molly. Yeah, okay. He's on Molly and then later. there's like one, like one super thin um, joint. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And then probably some other stuff, but um, the uh, <laughs> and they decide to do all of them. Like he starts like shoveling the, the mushrooms in his mouth. Yeah. And then um, at the uh, the bar where they're doing the karaoke, he does some cocaine and he feels like he's freaking out. So he eats a bunch more mushrooms to like bring him back down. Mellow and, out, mellow out. Yeah. Um, and then uh, C. Rob, he he's supposed to pick up some weed for his uh, football, um, like the guy he looks up to yeah. in uh, in his team. And um, 
that's when Seth Rogen pulls off the <laughs> toothpick-sized uh, joint that they've got. <laughs> and uh, they're like, oh, we have to go buy some weed. So that's when they meet the... Uh, um, the Grinch. Uh, yeah. No, wait, the uh, uh, Michael Shannon's character, oh, Mr. Him. Green. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and his car, it, it could not be, like, more smoked out. Oh, like, yeah. It is just like, it's like they had a, a fog machine inside this car. It's entirely made out of fog, yeah. that car. No, it's funny. Uh, so another thing I learned when they did the behind-the-scenes thing is they uh, they filmed this in August and uh, okay. just made it look so, like, they I think they did that to his car. They, did, they made the windows, like, frosty-looking, so I think when they filmed it inside the car, like, you couldn't tell outside or whatever um and they only filmed like a few scenes like at Rockefeller center with a tree actually like in january or whatever uh when it was cold okay. but uh so yeah it's kind of funny to see them like uh everything in there is like fake it's like fake snow and everything uh that they were doing but um uh where's the lead with that who knows um when when did this movie come out 2015 uh, oh yeah, <laughs> I mean, like, like what, I get that. What, um, uh, I don't know. Yeah. I don't. Uh, around Christmas, yeah. I would think it so. Was, so did it come out later that year? If it was filmed, it was in filmed August, in August did it come out of just a few months 14. later. Oh, okay, so it had yeah, to wait like a, like full, a full year. year yeah, for it. Okay. and then released. Yeah, I think it was like next November or December, something like that. What? It had a ton of uh, CGI in it. So, Tons. I mean, yeah, it had some yeah. <laughs> more than you'd expect, right? <laughs> Wings, right? Uh, yeah. And then one last thing I wanted to put from the uh, from the behind the scenes on a, a clapboard they had in one scene in the bar with uh, Ethan and Diana. Uh, they did the clapboard, and instead of the night before, it was titled Xmas, like Xmas, but it was yeah. written in the font of X Men. Oh, nice. And so I took a screenshot of it so we can tweet it out. Uh, it's like in red and green. Yes. But I was like, man, that would be, it's pretty awesome looking. Um, so I thought you'd like that. Uh, so uh, yeah, it was pretty cool, the little behind the scenes to see some of the, the explanations for things. So you want to talk about some uh, cameos? Let's talk about some cameos. Because there were some cameos I, I was excited for you. The, uh, the Santa Clauses. <gasps> That's right. <laughs> the Zook. I didn't want to tell you, but I was so I was like, he needs to see this movie. Man, yes. Zookas is in this, man. Man, Zookas is all up in this. He's great, yeah. I'd contact him on Twitter and tell him he's great, but he doesn't have a Twitter, guys. There you go. Can't do it. <laughs> uh, and the other guy, but, uh, I can't remember his name right now. He, uh, yeah, he's from the the Daily Show. Jason Jones. Uh, yeah. Yes. He's great too. Uh, yeah. Yeah, man. <laughs> the Jasons. They kick, yeah, they they kick the shit out of uh, Ethan. <laughs> I'm just going to drop a Ethan deuce punches in my shorts. one of them, right? Yeah, he, he punches Zook, yeah. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I, I like that whole scene. Uh, they were just outside would, pissing. Yeah. And then um, Jogo Lev was uh, out there <laughs> giving them the business, you know, yep. trying to harsh their mellow. <laughs> but, uh, but no, they, uh, they, they weren't standing for it. Um, I do like uh, Swarthy <laughs> Santas. I think that's a, a good thing. I see. I'm. I feel like I'm on Justin Gordon Levitt's side on that, where he was like, "You're not. You're disrespecting the spirit of Christmas." I was like, "Yeah, I get it." Stephen, I'm going to be 100 percent honest yeah. with you. It never even occurred to me to be on his side <laughs> for that scene. <laughs> it never even crossed my mind. I was like, "Oh yeah, he's the he's the lead. We should be on his side and not one." The to problem is he's on a uh, a bad path in life right now. He's he's depressed. He's upset. He's drunk. And he's taking out all these guys who really have nothing to do with it. But I still, uh, to me, yeah, his point stands. Yes, they're disrespecting that, yep. the spirit of Christmas. Uh, I think uh, it's hilarious that you did not even think of that though. That's awesome. Didn't even occur <laughs> to me. I was like, man, I really like that scene where the Santa's beat up on that guy. So well, anyway, I love it because uh, Jason Jones is like, 
man, I really feel like this is about something else. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> it's not about that. It's about this and only this. Yeah. Uh, yeah, they were funny. And I like them because they're like, they mentioned something that they're like, he's like, I'm a, he said something, I can't remember what it was, a lawyer or something like that. And then Manzukis is like, he's like, I'm a third grade teacher or something like that. I, I yeah. shape America's youth. Uh, <laughs> so Zook, man, I love him so much. I was so excited for you to watch that just for his part. Oh man, I was so excited that I didn't know that yeah. he was in this. Oh, I, it's great. always yeah. a joy to see him like pop up anywhere. He does some uh, guest spots on Brooklyn Nine Nine. Oh, cool! And oh man, it's so good. I need to still so watch good. that. I forget. Yeah, oh, you'll love it. Yeah, you'll love it. I know. So, I need to. I just it's one of those I'm sure I'll love. I just haven't it, gone into it. Yeah, it's one of those yeah. things you'll have to like catch up on. There's too many good people but, in it to not love yeah. it. Yeah. Uh, who else is uh, cameo? Cameo. We already kind of talked about Miley. I think we talked about Miley. Did we talk about her? <laughs> That's such a weird one. She's a <laughs> Miley. Miley. <laughs> <laughs> I love her cameo though. It's so fucking good. It's out of. It's. It's like you don't expect it. I certainly didn't expect it. That was great. Yeah, I didn't realize she was. Yeah, yeah I had no idea was she was secret. in the film. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I love that part uh, when he sees her. Um, it's fucking funny. She's great because she's herself because she kind of is that way in real life i guess where she kind of mm-hmm. bucked her uh disney channel um look and and everything and did her own thing but uh yeah i love it because he keeps calling her miley cyrus and she finally tells him the to stop name, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and he's like what should i call you and she's like hannah and it's so yep. deadpan i thought that was really funny <laughs> uh it seemed like she would really do that in real life just like as a joke yeah. and then she was like i'm drunk whatever uh, yeah, that was great. I, no, I liked her acting in this. Yeah, I thought she was uh, good. Quite a bit. I thought, yeah, for her little cameo. I mean, she is an actress, you know. Yeah. She, that's how she started out. So, um, uh, yeah, I thought that uh, the whole scene was fun. And then when they finally got on stage, she's doing Wrecking Ball. Yeah. And then she's, uh, like, on the the uh, the bridge where it, like, quiets down uh-huh. a little bit. Uh, Ethan is spilling his heart out to, um, to Diana. And then Miley is occasionally backing him up with, like, singing whatever he's saying. Yeah, you know? yeah. So I thought I loved was, it was pretty good. Uh, that, that whole thing to me, since I love musicals and I love emotional things, like all of that to me was like perfect. Uh, and I, I love wrecking ball. You can run to it. You can cry to it. You can laugh to it, whatever, whatever, Jerk Man- off. <laughs> whatever Mandy Kaling says to all of us. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I, I love it. Cause it's really weird. Like I know this movie isn't perfect, uh, for everybody, but it is, it's basically perfect to me. And, yeah. uh, there's just something about it that it's just, I love everything about it. Um, and it's weird that it's not, it's just a comedy and a Christmas comedy at that. It's just like whatever. But there, there is a lot of detail that they put into it and a lot of foreshadowing and stuff. And like they mentioned that, that they, when they, when they do, when the guys do the karaoke, which we haven't talked about of, uh, Christmas and Hollis, mm-hmm. uh, they had just missed her doing wrecking ball. And then they, you know, she's there later on and they do that song. Oh, yeah. and so I love that kind yeah. of stuff that the kind of plays in the details throughout the whole movie. So comes back later. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and uh, Christmas and Hollis played at the beginning of this episode. Yeah. So oh, there, there you go. go. Awesome. Yeah. Um, <laughs> also, also in this uh, movie, they do um, "Runaway" by yes. Kanye West. Yeah. They do a version of that, which you'll hear at the end of this Excellent. episode. And um, I actually got the the actual version from this movie. Oh, to cool. Put into this, so so you'll hear Rad. that. But um, I really like that. Uh, Anthony Mackie has the the tiny little um, oh, yeah. bullhorn. <laughs> no, and my favorite part of the whole sequence is when, like, um, uh, Ethan and Isaac are playing on the piano, like, in big, using their feet on one yeah. of those big, like, electronic pianos. And then, like, Anthony Mackie is, like, in front of them. <laughs> and he does, like, the hammer, like, yeah. dance, like, right in front of the thing, right in front of the screen. The, uh, it's so funny, The people dude. listening at home couldn't see, but Brent just did that across the screen, and it was very good. <laughs> 
Uh, yeah, like I love that. Uh, that whole scene is hilarious. That was the first time I actually heard that song. Uh, I don't remember hearing it before then. Oh, okay. And I was like, mm-hmm. what is this? This is really funny. And it's so funny in that scene, like, because it cusses and stuff. And, like, you'll see, like, everybody in the stories around them. And there's, like, one yes. dad who, who like, earmuffs his kid. Uh, yeah. But it's, like, it's like I, I like this because, um, again, in the behind the scenes, they had mentioned that they, there hasn't been a Christmas movie for, like, our generation. Like, for a, a young generation yeah. in a while. Like, like Scrooged yeah. was kind of also, like, he's in his 30s or 40s, I think, like, it's kind of a younger modern movie for the eighties, but it's like, we haven't had anything in a while that's been really good and sure, raunchy yeah. or like dark or whatever. And so, uh, yeah, I, I applaud them doing that and it definitely fit for me. Uh, but yeah, I keep, I, liked it. I keep losing my train of thought at the very end. <laughs> I just have all these thoughts. <laughs> I love it. The, uh, the, um, the, what, did we go through all the cameos? Was no, there's it? one more cameo, at least okay. one more. There's uh there's the dick pic. We can we can start with a dick pic. Man, I'm trying. I, Do you not? Know, oh, it just it like, just hit me who you it was. Who belongs yep. to that dick? <laughs> oh my god, we, you mentioned him earlier in the show. Yeah. Uh, yes, we got uh, because he's he's texting somebody named James, right? Yes. Uh, yeah. So <laughs> go yeah. ahead. No, you go ahead. <laughs> well, I wanted to start with the uh, with that text part. I thought is fucking hilarious. Uh, Seth Rogen, I think he, I like him a lot, but some of his more modern movie, like more recent movies, I haven't cared for as much like neighbors and stuff. Uh, but this one, I think he's great because we all know he's like a super pothead. And so seeing him as like an adult lawyer, who's about to have a kid and has stopped doing drugs, do drugs again for a night. And he just goes fucking crazy. (laughs) I think it's like so funny to like play against his normal character. He doesn't pace himself at, at all. At all. It's so funny. Like, I, and I love, too, yeah. when he mentioned the box of drugs, like, he mentions, like, Betsy doesn't know about drugs. This, the proportions of this shit is way off. <laughs> like, the, the smallest amount of weed, the skinniest joint, but, like, tons of mushrooms that he's popping, like, all night. Um, and so many, like, pills and stuff. Like, yeah, I can't even imagine, like, the, what your mind would go through to, like, <laughs> with all of those things at once. But uh, that dick pic scene when he gets that is so funny to me because he just doesn't understand what's going on. And he plays it all so well. Like uh, whenever uh, <laughs> Chris's mom has the uh, <laughs> fucking like tentacles, like like an octopus uh, holding the, 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 the wine. <laughs> yeah. Wait, he's hallucinating. Yeah. yeah. Like he's like, <laughs> I want, can I have some more Merlot uh, to have ice molly or whatever it is? Yeah. Uh, and he's like hallucinating. But then whenever uh, Chris and his mom get up to do the dishes and he's just with Ethan and he shows him the dick pic, that whole scene is just really like comedic gold to me. Uh, yeah. That he's all of it. I don't know. I just love, but uh, he's like, are you gay? No. Are you curious? Everybody is. Right. <laughs> but then just that he's like, I have to suck this dick tonight. Like I have to, <laughs> he told me I was, so I'm going to do it. Like just in this drug addled mind that that's just like what happens is, is yeah. hilarious. Uh, and then Ethan is like, what are you talking about? And then immediately like, he's like, I'm calling Sarah's phone. And then immediately without like any other context, Ethan, or, uh, Isaac just turns to like, where are we? And he's like, I'm calling Sarah's phone. Where, where are we? We're at Chris's mom's house. What the fuck? Like, he has no clue <laughs> yeah. what's going on. I actually think a missed opportunity for this movie, and I, I don't know if they would have the budget maybe to make it well, uh, but uh, they they pull in so many tropes from other movies and other plot points and stuff, but um, his drugged-out phase definitely warranted, like, a claymation, like, scene in this movie or something. <laughs> like, they could have easily yes. done, like, a claymation or an animated thing, you know, like, and it would have made yeah. total sense. 
because he's so dragged out. So that's the only thing that I'm like, yeah. they could have done more and it might have not turned out well. Maybe that's why. But uh, but I, I was like, they could have definitely done that. Well, in that scene, he um, when he's freaking out and Ethan says, well, I'll I'll call Sarah. And then um, Isaac is like, well, how do you have her number? And he's like, it's your phone. <laughs> she has your phone. I'm calling your phone. He's like, oh, OK. Oh, yeah. And he's like, I don't, trust me, man. I don't know what's happening right now. <laughs> so I love that scene uh, with all the dick pics and stuff. But uh, yeah, you just see it's James. You don't know who it is. He has Sarah's phone. Uh, and then they show up at the party later on. And uh, of course, James Franco walks in. And uh, he, he is the owner of that dick. And uh, it's always great. Like, I love these films because uh, anything with like those guys, like that group of guys, like they'll cameo uh, in each other's movies and stuff, sort of. And uh, James Franco mm-hmm. just shows up in everything, like the Veronica Mars movie, you know, and they even joke about yeah. like, and in Southern California, you're never like six people away from just knowing James Franco. Like, everybody just knows James <laughs> right. Franco. He's just around, but uh, but yeah, it's super funny when it comes into that. And uh, I'll also give a shout out to Mindy Kaling because I think she's hilarious in this movie. Oh yeah, uh, she's great. And and her drink and all that stuff too. But uh, but yeah, he he shows up and he is basically bisexual, so he's like really really into Seth Rogen instead. <laughs> and I love that whole that whole part. They go into a lot of funny stuff uh, when they're like the, the all three dance together. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> and the guys are like holding hands over Mindy <laughs> Above Kaling. Her, yeah. <laughs> and uh, Seth Rogen is like, uh, sorry, I'm really high on Molly. And, and Mindy Kaling's like, I'm high too. I'm high too. Like she's just trying to to like insert her way in there because she wants yeah. that D, man. She wants that D. Yeah. Uh, oh, but yeah, even that scene whenever, before James walks up, uh, before Franco walks up, is so funny because they're talking about it, uh, Mindy Kaling and, uh, and Seth Rogen are talking about it and he, She's like, did you look at my phone? And he's like, did you look at my phone? Because they both have shit on there. And he's yeah. like, nice, nice dick, though. And she's like, what? <laughs> and she's like, but do you, do you think I can handle it? And he's like, there was a second I thought I had to handle it. And I thought, you know, if I hunker down, I can get that bad boy. <laughs> <laughs> I love that, like, he really went into that whole emotion. Like, I got to suck a dick. And it's a big one, but I think I can do it. Uh, <laughs> yeah. He was up for the challenge. It was yeah. just that one night, you know? Yeah. Uh, but yeah, uh, yeah. So Franco's there, uh, and uh, he loves he loves the when the carpets match the carpets match the drapes. Uh, this this guy's hairy all over. Right. Uh, but yeah, I was kind of I was kind of surprised that um, oh my god, why does his name leave my head? Um, <laughs> the guy from uh, Superbad. Good lord, uh, Jonah, oh, Hill. Jonah Hill. I'm surprised he didn't show up. Yeah, yeah. That I was fun. kind of expecting him to show yeah. up. Yeah, that would have been a good one. Yeah, and like sometimes they do, and and sometimes they don't. But uh, mm-hmm. the other, uh, there's one more cameo, uh, not for many people, but for us, the uh, Messiah, uh, not Jesus, uh, is in this movie. But uh, uh, the guy who plays the the football player that Anthony Mackie's trying to impress the whole time is is the guy Beaver. from Greek Beaver. Yeah, yeah. When that show, when he showed up in the movie, like he's earlier on in the movie, briefly uh, when he's asking for the weed and everything. But when he showed up, I mean, and I flipped out because we love that show so much, and uh, you had told us about that show years ago, so. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, love him. Uh, we actually just watched the, the lone, I think it's the lone Christmas episode they have called a midnight clear where it's, uh, mm-hmm. Calvin's birthday and they all get snowed in and go to dollars together and everything. Um, uh, that's a, that's a good episode of that show too. Greek, but, uh, I also like the scene where, um, Isaac is, <laughs> he's, he's trying to figure out, um, man, what app is that? He's trying to figure out some app. And, oh, um, he, the he, map, he, or whatever, yeah. Oh, the the map, find, okay, yeah. find my iPhone, yeah. Yes, yeah, that's what it is. Yeah. And he asked the guy on the street how it is, and you like see hear a disembodied voice, and he's like trying to help him and everything, and then you see it's like a, um, uh, 
a uh, yeah, I can't even think of like, it. Like a wise man or something like yeah, a in a um, nativity yeah, scene. Yeah, yeah. and uh, <laughs> it's just a statue that he's talking to, <laughs> and then he he takes like that staff and he he talks to uh, to Betsy, his wife. And then they're like gonna go into church, um, oh, and she's God. like trying, telling him to run away. And so he like, it's <laughs> like run away. And so he just like walks in, starts to walk into church. He's like, no, run, go away. And then eventually he's just like walking into church with that staff, and he just like tries to lay oh, it on the ground, but it's not stairs. So it just like clumsily rolls down the stairs and everything. It. So oh the my church God. Scene Every, is so everything funny too. Everything with Seth Rogen in this movie yeah. is gold. Yeah, it is fantastic. He did a great job, yeah. yeah. And it wasn't overdone, I yeah. think, because it could have easily been with him. But I think it, it worked really well in this. <laughs> the only part from the trailer I remembered is the part where he freaks out in church. Yeah. And he's like, we didn't do that. <laughs> we didn't do that to Jesus. <laughs> and he runs out. But before that, he, like, throws up. And it's a lot of throw yeah. up. And then as he's throwing up, he goes, Jesus, fuck. <laughs> <I know. laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> so one of the things when I first watched it that threw me out of it, there were two scenes of CGI that aren't that great that uh, that I didn't like. And one was the baby mouth yeah. in that scene. Oh, I, I yeah, like the right. idea of it. I just don't like the look of it. Um, yeah. And I think like in his drug out of mind, they could have maybe done a better job of that or whatever. Yeah. But uh, but yeah, it's funny when it's like that baby's just like, fuck yo yeah uh, and that's what starts to freak him out but uh and then the, later on whenever they are trying to do the carriage ride to to get the the grinch chick that stole the weed and he gets yeah. like pulled out and like along the street and stuff i was just like this is like out of nowhere and it serves like no yeah. purpose to me um so i i didn't dig that part but uh but i i do like the sentiment of the baby in there that it's funny that he's like that's what yeah. he's dealing with so badly and his yeah. wife is like, what are you talking about? And he's just like, ugh. Yeah. And he's, he does like a cross to it at one point, uh, yeah. like a vampire would, uh, or he would do a vampire. Uh, but yeah, whenever he <laughs> he's looking around, and he, oh wait, before that, when he's in the scene and they're all singing, and he's like, he's just singing Hebrew. And then when he's like, She's like, that's not that type of church. All of that stuff cracks me up. Like a, a Jewish guy who's never been in a Christian church before sounds yeah. fantastic. And it plays out really well. <laughs> I thought they did that. That's so great. So, <laughs> uh, Me never going to church as a youngster. Uh, I, I felt his pain there. I was like, I don't know what you're supposed yeah, to do yeah. in this. So are you, I, I wouldn't, are you supposed to have these songs memorized? I don't understand. I feel like you, you wouldn't be as rude to do the hall alert, but I feel like if you, if it wasn't rude, you would do that too. You'd just be like, I don't know what I'm doing here. Hall alert. Like, <laughs> <laughs> oh, um, God. Let's see. Um, for Anthony Mackie, when yeah. he, um, he, they, they finally get to the party and he shows up and. <laughs> You know, through a series of events, he ends up not having the weed, and he gets there, and he's like, man, I'm so sorry I don't have the weed. He's like, oh, that's okay. We have a whole bunch right yeah. there. It's not a big deal. It's just such a, like a throwaway thing. Like, it was everything to his yeah. character to get that weed. Like, he went through so much shit to try to track it down, and it didn't happen. He was defeated, and then it ended up not being a big deal, mm-hmm. and that was almost more of a punch in the yeah. gut for him, you know? Um, I, I I like that part of, of his character. Yeah. I, I really couldn't see, like where his storyline was going. Uh-huh. Um, but when it got there, I was like, oh, okay, I, I see. It's like he's kind of letting, he he let himself down, but also in another way. Yeah. And then like he did all this effort for, for nothing. Yeah. And uh, I also like the part where um, towards the end of the movie, he confesses to his mom that he was doing steroids mm-hmm. and, you know, she was going to have a park named after him and everything. But 
you know, it was the right thing to do. Yeah. So he eventually cops to it and, and whatnot. So yeah. Um, I like that turn. I actually his like his character arc really well. Um, when mm-hmm. you do realize where it's going, and um, yeah. the way he acted is really good. I, I noticed this a lot last night too. That uh, you can tell that he is trying. He's been, it's like he's had this goal in his mind, and he's gotten there basically uh, by yeah. doing steroids and stuff. But he's like trying to fit in still, and like trying to make all this stuff happen. But there are a few different scenes that I noticed that like um, he will have like one look on his face or one mindset, and then when he gets into it, he just like puts on this mask where he's, like, joyous, and he's like, yeah, whatever. Like, when he walks up to to Mr. Green's car the first time, he's, like, reluctant. He tries to get them to do it first. They make him do it because it's his weed. He goes up there, and he's, like, outside the car, he's like, ugh. And he gets in, and immediately he's like, hey, what's up, Mr. Green? And he's, like, into it. Um, And there's I don't remember what the other one was. There's another, oh, um, at the end, whenever Ethan proposes, he's like, no, no, like, don't do that. And then he goes and finds Diana, and the first thing he does is picks her up, and he's, like, so excited and, like, celebrating with her, like, good job, like, I'm so glad you guys got, congratulations, you know, you guys got engaged. Yeah. And she's like, no, and it's like, he knew that wasn't the right thing for them, but yet he's just putting this out there and, like, trying to congratulate them. And it's like, I find it interesting yeah. that the way he goes through emotions and stuff through that, uh, that he's he's trying to make it work, basically. He's, like, faking it to make it, but it's not really working. And, uh, yeah. and you get to see that breakdown. I think part of the reason why... Um, I had a, a bit of a disconnection with this movie is because his plot line involved like being a sports guy. Yeah. And I was like, I don't, I don't know. Yeah. I'm not going to get most of this. So I kind of tuned part of it out, I guess. But once it got to the end, I was like, okay, I, he's, he's a good dude. He's maybe didn't get to where he is, um, honestly or whatever, <laughs> yeah. but, um, he eventually got there. So, uh, so, some final thoughts, uh, about the movie. Um, uh, again, I was trying to think about it more. I watched this movie a lot, but I was trying to think about why I like this movie and, and see some, you know, notice some things last night when I was watching it. And uh, one of the main things I like about this movie is that it's just about a group of best friends. And mm-hmm. I like that it plays with nostalgia and um, some of their past and um, their relationships and how relationships change over time and, and all of that stuff, which I have felt. Um, like with you mm-hmm. guys, even like we didn't know you guys that young, like they did, but, um, it's like, we've gone in and out of, of really talking or hanging out. And right now we're like, obviously doing a podcast together, but as a group, we talk a lot and the wives and us, we try to see each other as often as possible and stuff. And it's, it's been really great. And it's like, you guys are some of our very, very best friends. And, uh, but it wasn't always that way and, uh, it can change and stuff. So I think this movie captures a lot of that and they get in that moment where it's like, they're not, they're still friends, but there's a, a rift kind of developing between them and uh, they go through their, their plots to uh, kind of solve their, their issues and stuff. And uh, mm-hmm. I like how it ends up. I like that at the beginning of the movie, like even though Isaac looks like he has it together, it's like at the end of it, or in the movie he doesn't, and at the end of it, it's like, no, mm-hmm. they're cool and they're going to be fine. And yeah. uh, everybody kind of gets their, their every, everything has a happy ending. I mean, I, I definitely want that in a Christmas movie as much as possible, yeah. except for the one that we're going to write. Uh, that's going to be dark as fuck, but, uh, but yeah, this, this Christmas, <laughs> but I, <laughs> we'll, we'll just call it everybody's dead. <laughs> the Christmas movie. Um, uh, but yeah, I, I just really like the, the, the friend aspect of it. And, uh, this is the same Jonathan Levine directed, um, 50, 50 with Joseph Gordon-Levitt and, um, Seth Rogen. And, uh, I don't know if you've ever seen it, but it's also a really good movie about friendship and mm-hmm. stuff. And, um, uh, it's like one of them gets cancer and, and, it's a true story from Evan and Gold- Evan Goldberg and, and Seth Rogen's friendship. And uh, I feel like this director just has a good eye for that kind of stuff. And it's something I gravitate towards. So 
Um, yeah, he's also the singer for Maroon 5. There you so, go. I mean, he That's right. <laughs> and uh, I just really like him. I like I like the uh, the story of this. I like the actors. Um, they're all superheroes, and they, they are super heroic in this Christmas movie. <laughs> that is true. That is true. Um, what is the the Rotten Tomatoes on this? So um, this has a sixty six percent with an average of six out of ten. So about the same as this, the percentage. And uh, mm-hmm. I can see that for this. Um, I think it's way more than that. Like to me, this is like a ten out of ten. But I get that that's really mm-hmm. like for me, and that's fine. Um, uh, I think a sixty six is kind of low. I, I I think that fit. I would say that like my first viewing. Um, so maybe I could understand it for critics, but it it's. A lot of Christmas stuff, um, to me, is going to be, like, cult favorites, uh, but they have, like, a built-in tradition into them. Like, a cult favorite for another movie, you could just, like, watch because you like it, and you might watch it every year. But this one, like, since it's Christmas, you could watch it every Christmas or whatever. And um, Mm -hmm. there's something, like, a lot of critics just, you know, watch something one time, and that's it. And uh, so it's kind of different. So I could could get that, but I would would hope that it would actually be, like, a 70s would be more accurate so it's it's close to that but mm-hmm. uh that's cool yeah that's that's what i would have given it uh somewhere in the, the 70 range i would have given it a seven out yeah. of ten um on first viewing and him too my yeah. <laughs> my uh first son agrees <laughs> um but uh i would hope upon uh maybe watching it in the future uh with you that it would it would go yeah. up there uh just just sincerely entirely based on peer pressure i mean I'm cool with that. Uh, peer pressure is how I have most of my friends. Uh, <laughs> but you will like me. I think I think we should uh, we should wait for next year, and uh, it'd be fun to give you a whole another year, and then uh, uh, we can watch. <laughs> what the fuck? Miles is back here playing with his squeaker toy. Stop! Hey, the sound of that squeak, no. and then your face—it looked like you—you you just like apologized to me with your eyes that you just tooted the littlest amount. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. That was so funny. Uh, Probably just leave that in. Yeah, we might might as well, right? Uh, But yeah, Yeah. I think we could wait for another year, and then uh, next year, yeah, watching it together, like we'll try to come into Tulsa and uh, watch it together. Damn it. (laughs) Yeah. And uh, I threw it out of the room, and he brought it back. (laughs) And it'd be good. But yeah, I think it would help. That's why I was desperately trying to get up there to watch this with you, because it's one of those that I think that my love for it would show through, and it would make you a little more excited about it uh, in person. And I could could see, like, exactly how you described it, that Brandy was, like, not that into it and stuff. But, uh, Mm -hmm. um, I mean, I imagine this kind of like the Scout's Guide movie, where it's just like we would have just cracked up together, you know, and had a good time and and all that, and uh, it would definitely change it, so. That's a good point. That's a good point about that. Um, Okay, so I think that's it for, for that talk. Night before talk, um, so we'll ask the audience what they thought of the movie. Uh, I saw that uh, Sarah Brindley had mentioned yeah. on uh, Instagram and/or Twitter that she liked this oh, movie. Oh, okay, cool! Uh, and she was excited for us to discuss it. So, Sarah, what did you think about yes. this movie? Um, you are now legally obligated to uh, <laughs> message us or or yeah. email us your thoughts on this movie. So, I I don't want to have to see you in court, but I will. I, I like you're taking this tact because she's one of the most People, like the people that are like most responding to us or sending us stuff, but now you're like threatening mm-hmm. her with legal action if, if she doesn't. It's like she's like, mm-hmm. oh, I would have anyway, yeah. but uh, but we're yeah. making sure that you're doing it. Damn yep. straight. Listen, we still have not received an uh, a menu. <laughs> That's right. Via email, I checked before we started uh, recording today, so maybe it's because I'm yeah, angry. Ridiculous. I don't know. I don't well, know I'm going to see you. her this weekend. Uh, 
which by the po- the podcast comes out, it's already have happened. But so I'll let her know too. You saw her in the I saw, past. Yeah. How was she? She was great. She's doing good. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> she doesn't get maimed in like a chainsaw juggling accident or something like that. That would be awful. We don't wish that upon you, Sarah. Yep. Nope. Uh, well, maybe if you don't send an email. So anyway, <laughs> uh, next week we're going to talk about. Uh, stuff we're looking forward to yeah, in 2018, which there's uh, probably a bunch yeah. of. Um, and I would like to introduce a new segment that we've been talking about for a while as well. So, oh, excellent. Uh, but we'll see how we do for, for cool. time on that. Um, it may or may not involve a wheel. Spoiler, it does involve a wheel <laughs> of choices. Um, I'm very excited about that, so, too. Yeah, this will be uh, a <laughs> me, me we'll talk about stuff we're looking forward to in 2018 and then uh, introduce some new things. That'll be fun. Yeah. Uh, believe me, I've been making a list and checking it twice. <laughs> so, uh, in the meantime, you can I can hear the disdain in your talk- voice. <laughs> you can follow Let's Talk About Stuff on Twitter and or Instagram at LTASpod. And Stephen, if Sarah Brindley would, in fact, like to send us an email to avoid legal action, or any of our other listeners would like to do the same... Uh, where can they send that email? You can sir? send an email to let's talk about stuff podcast at gmail.com. Yes. And then also be sure to rate and review us because again, that's all we want for Christmas. That, okay, that well. and a multimillionaire to fund our horrible Christmas movie that we will be making. It's going to be great. <laughs> People are going to love it. Yeah. I will love it. Yeah. Um, so be sure to follow Stephen on Letterboxd and Twitter at StephenFisher22. And you can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Brent Hibbard. And that's going to do it for this episode. So all right. thank you all for listening. And until next time. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. You're, you hear Miles? He did it the same thing. He was like, wah, wah, me too. Uh, until next time, I'm Stephen. I'm Brent. Merry Christmas. Merry Happy Christmas. Hanukkah. Happy Hanukkah. Joyous Kwanzaa. Joyous Kwanzaa. Happy holidays. <laughs> and of course, hallelujah. <laughs> and let's talk, talk later. later. cocaine did you do over your night uh well uh i i dare to say oodles oh wow that's a uh, a legitimate amount <laughs> i think so i'm not oodles sure in caboodles yeah. wow your nose must be wrecked this is a fake nose it's michael jackson brand <laughs> fake nose uh, i just pinned it on there oh that's that's really cool i didn't know they still sold those <laughs> it uses bread ties you can't even see it <laughs> wow. i had the seams damn yeah, yeah now I'm looking closely yeah. It's very well done. Because people listening at home can't see it, but <laughs> if they hear yeah, this at all. Yeah. Let's do a sync word real quick. Do it. Do you have one? I do. Of course. Uh, we'll do Yule Log. Nice. In three. All right. One, two, three. Yule, Yule Log. Excellent. Because by that, I mean poop. <laughs> of course, of course. Did you hear all that? Why are you laughing? I heard you blow your nose. <laughs> it sounded like you were just like ripping ass violently. <laughs>
sometimes I'll be in the bathroom and I'll blow my nose and I'll be like, man, I hope yeah. I hope nobody thinks that I was just like farting like crazy. <laughs> it's just my nose. My, I've blown my nose and scared babies before. That's <laughs> legit. So um, I believe it. What's our new sync word? Didn't we have a new one? The new sync word is taku. Taku, yes. <laughs> yeah, taku. Yeah, that's right. Taku. Taku. Emphasis on the U. On yeah, the U. taku. Okay, so taku on three. <laughs> One, two, three, taku. taku. Excellent. There we go. <laughs> I love it. Ba bump job. Hell yeah. Um, what was that? Was that you? Was it me? Did you go ding? -ding? Did I? I have my iPad and my my sound is on. Okay. You're welcome. <laughs> I didn't hear it. <laughs> my headphones are actually blocking it, and then I didn't hear it through the mic. That's funny. I've, I've got so much Apple technology around oh, me. I was yeah. like, oh, shit. You're like, something's going on. I know. It's funny when you... Throw it onto me. I heard, uh, I heard some Apple like ringtone or like a, like a text, I guess, alert on a movie the other day. And I was like, wait, was that real life or not like real life? What's happening? And I had to go check like everything <laughs> to make sure it wasn't something. Yeah. It's funny. Like that. Yeah. Yeah. Throws you off. Yeah, it does. Nailed it. <laughs> when, when I... <laughs> Did he squeak again? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> what are you now he's looking at me like what what i'm trying to play bitch um of course good lord mm -hmm. kid come here come here take this get it no don't bring it back he's like got it dad you left this, you dropped this this kid has never played fetch a day in his <laughs> life one day. today he's like i got this is there more stuff that you want to i could do like a, a wrap up of kind of how I feel about it and stuff. Can you do that? Is that okay. cool? Yeah. Let me to start. Got so. it. Uh, <clears throat> yeah. <laughs> That's a good point, Stephen. <laughs> well, anyway, so how I feel about it. <laughs> I don't even know who talked last. I, I have no we clue. I don't even know where we're into that at all. I think it was me because I said... Uh, you might have been like mid-sentence. Uh, I have no clue. Like, I don't know where that stopped. Yeah. I'm pretty sure I finished my... my that so, works. Whatever. Uh, we'll make it work. Yeah, call it good. Uh, editing yep. is a, a dream, always. Merry Christmas, everybody, and a Happy New Year! That was excellent. <laughs> Hall alert!